0: What's going on everybody and welcome back to trophy talk podcast. This is episode 36 of the show. You'll notice there was no hello. Hello. Yeah, that's oh, a rhyme. Out. What's going on boys. You didn't let me finish my rhyme, dude. I had this fucking uh. little like rap I was gonna do.
1: You <sighs> were supposed to sing because you were late. so I you did sing because like, I was like a and wrapped it dude
0: okay all right well what's going on everybody hello hello welcome to the show <laughs> i'm, there we I'm go. one of your hosts colin colehoven joined as always by eli downing and daryl fuimano we dem boys eli how are you doing today
1: i'm great yeah i'm doing great fantastic
0: <laughs> that's good you're giving me a little bit of the ship a little bit of the shit a little bit of a shit before the show you know and uh that's i feel right? like i feel like you're on one I feel like you're
1: yeah you're kind of ready to do this you're kind of ready tablet. to
0: roll you had some pepper in your milk or something you just got a that's right bit... <laughs> i did i had a glass
1: of milk with pepper in it how'd you know
0: see i just had a feeling
1: mm-hmm.
0: how about you daryl how are you doing this morning this afternoon evening
2: <laughs> outside of kind of throwing up a little hearing that there's pepper in milk i'm doing all right you know, yeah i'm doing good
0: that's fair i don't know where that came from i don't I mean, think that's a thing that anyone's ever done before at least you're not getting the so. shits I'm not getting the little shits. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good. I am glad that uh, you guys are doing well. We're off to a good start today. It's going to be a good one, I think. Lots to talk about in episode 36, as always. And uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I got my PS5 finally, as you guys are aware, and the Discord is aware. And I have to say I'm a little bit of a believer in some sense now. I Mm I think I talked a little too much trash about some of the features before experiencing it. And I'll get into more details on that later, but in general, I'm happy to be an owner now. Welcome to was that the, welcome believer to
1: the or believer?
0: Believer, Like for, for um Justin Bieber. That's me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's clearing it up.
0: Right. i changed my haircut and everything. I
1: was so. going say, you got the hair.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I've been working on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What what's going on in life though, guys, before we get into the nitty-gritty regale me with some tails how are you how are you doing i know you said you're good but what's what's really going on what you've been up to
1: i mean i was gonna ask about the barbecue but instead i have a riddle okay but yes, guys that's kind of what's been up riddles
0: continue the tradition
1: Recently. so why do birds fly south
0: to migrate
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah that's not funny though, so i can't be right wait what daryl what do you think <laughs>
2: I suck at riddles. I have absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs> it's, it'd be too far to walk.
0: Okay. Wow. I mean, just—I <laughs> feel like we can rebrand the riddle <laughs> section into a dad joke section. <laughs> <laughs> riddles generally um, need a little more than two lines of do- <laughs> delivery. Yeah. But, but I agree that it—it's nice. I mean, it's appreciated. And and that—that yeah. that was a clever one. friendly for
1: all. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, Zayden could be listening. We could have kids listening to the show. Mostly adults, though, I feel like, would listen to the show. We have our parental advisory rating on iTunes. Yeah, Yeah.
1: you shouldn't be listening. If you're a kid and listening, it's on you.
0: Exactly, and make sure that you write a review on iTunes if you are a kid and listening so we know. And then we can (laughs) can figure out what to do. We can figure out how we can can call your mom and tell on you (laughs) so you're grounded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Daryl, what about you? What's been going on? Any Anything crazy lately?
2: Nothing much, really. I actually, uh, so if you guys recall, like a couple months ago, I had a eye surgery on my left eye. Well, today I had the same surgery on my right eye. I had a, like another sty that came about. So I had to go back to the doctors to get it removed. Big old bandage over my eye. I don't have it mm-hmm. right now as I'm speaking, but it's crazy that I got those two medical defects in my eye in like you know two months in between it was pretty crazy
0: yeah that's wild is it genetic at all did the doctor say is it like something where like since you've had that in each eye is it just more common or something or i don't i don't really know what it is you know
2: yeah it's it's weird because the last time i got it was when i was like back in middle school but it was only on one eye i've never had it on both eyes in the same year So, I'm not sure. I guess I'm just, like, rubbing my eyes too much, I guess. But it's just weird because I feel like that's just a common habit that everybody does. Yeah. But for me to get a sty, like, you know, it's weird. I don't know how
1: that happened. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's a combination between genetics and the glasses you possibly wear or something at work. Because Todd got those as well. And it seemed... uh. Yeah, like I didn't notice it at first, and then like he started getting them. It's around the same time you have been getting them, so I don't know.
2: Could be. That's interesting. You wear glasses too, but you—it sounds like you've never had any of what I've just
0: had. No, but I think Eli's point is maybe valid though, because like with the type of work that goes on in the building that you're working in. Maybe you're just like around, like more like dust getting kicked up or like glass being, you know, I don't know. Like, there's maybe yeah. some, there's gotta be something maybe. And those yeah. glasses
1: are a lot more like tight on your face than Colin's Harry Potter glasses.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, boy. I thought I was just <laughs> Justin Bieber. Really right. Now I'm Harry Potter. I'm just turning right. into the best. <laughs> that's
1: right. <laughs> but they're well, like, they're like close and tight around the side, right? You know, mm-hmm. very protective.
2: Right. Yeah, they're more like work, work issue glasses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I clean them every morning before I leave the house, but just the type of work that we work in, which is just like so much like cardboard dust in the air and other stuff. I can see a lot of that stuff getting trapped in my glasses, so could be
1: that. Do you wear those glasses at home? I don't. Do they, Are they Are they in a plastic bag outside? Yeah, it's getting, thrown, it's getting thrown to
0: the side right when he gets home. He's probably <laughs> naked in the car driving home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I wear them on my way home,
2: but since I get through the front door, I have like a table there with like where I put my keys, the mail, and that's where my glasses go. I just clean them up with like, um, you know, uh, Sandy wipes. I just clean Mm. it, clean the rim and that's it. And then the next morning (laughs) I just spray it with, uh, with the glass cleaner and I just wipe it down Mm. before I wear it.
0: I mean, yeah, that's, you don't normally wear glasses
2: what's up you don't normally wear glasses uh not not at home i wear them at work gotcha
0: yeah that's strange we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on it watch this as it develops i feel like it's a little bit of a a mystery what's up
1: nice pun
0: oh thank you um keep an eye on it (laughs) didn't do it on purpose i'll take it subconscious is kicking ass you know uh, yeah. But but yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on it because I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued to know now. I'm like, shit, is this is this happening to like other people that we work with, and we just have no idea. The saga will continue. We'll it's a plague. Out. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Run for your life. That? Yeah.
1: It's a plague tale.
0: Innocence <laughs> indeed is a great virtue. So anyway, thank yeah. <laughs> that'll <laughs> we've been up to some stuff. Uh, I am going out of town again this weekend, so you will not know this until I've just told you, listeners. But we are recording early again and i guess compared to the last time we recorded it's a couple weeks you know it's a couple full weeks so it's kind of like we had a little more time like i said in the last episode to prepare and play stuff for this one so i think we got some bangers to discuss about what we've been playing and of it's course been a, a good, fortnite it's been a fortnite as they say down and day and um <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> And um, yeah, but before we get into that stuff, though, we do, of course, want to give a very special shout out to our Patreon supporters. And remember, you can go and support the show over at Patreon.com slash Trophy Talk Podcast. You can check out the tiers that we have available over there. And of course, check out our Discord, get involved with the community, all that fun stuff. But if you support us at the silver level or higher, you get to ask some questions. And if you support us at the silver level or higher, you also get to have your name read aloud. And a special thank you is given to you. So, I wanted to make a special announcement here and thank Invisible Banana, Patrick Tebow, Slugger, Fi Fire, and Be down for their continued support of the show over on Patreon. So, thank you very much for that. And with that, let's get into the questions, because we do have quite a few of them this week, and I think there's some good ones. So, Daryl, kick us off.
2: Yeah, so our first question is from Slugger, and he wants to know... Or he wants to hear you, Colin, and Eli's opinion on the DualSense feature specifically. The Enhanced rumble and adaptive triggers really add to the experience, in his opinion. What's your guys' first impressions of it, and do you think it's a game-changer or a gimmick?
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm a newer adopter of the DualSense, obviously. I only mm-hmm. uh, have had it for a few days, so Eli, I'll let you maybe give your thoughts first because you've probably had more time to mess with it.
1: I kind of wanted to hear your initial like, what's your
0: oh okay, was your first
1: instincts? But I know you've only have you only played Demon Souls.
0: I've played um yeah, Demon Souls and Mass Effect are the only things I've played on there. I okay. haven't tra- tried uh, Astro's Playroom yet, which I know is uh you know supposed to be pretty good for that, but can't speak to it yet
1: and i don't know how much of the that stuff's really utilized in in demon souls um i mean yeah. if you got to that one bridge i think you said you got to that that one bridge and that you can feel the shake in that a bit
0: yes and i also can tell you know if i'm walking with my left foot or the right foot like the, whatever gate you have it you can feel the vibration a little bit on that side of the controller and mm. there's also you know a lot of just kind of rumbling of, like, when there's explosions and stuff like that, it feels a little more different than just, like, the one vibration setting or however many it was on the DualShock. So Mm -hmm. it does seem better in general, and it, you know, even on Mass Effect, I could feel a couple small differences compared to the original. But it's also hard for me to say because I typically don't play with vibration, as we've talked about. So it's going from nothing to an improvement on that, but I'm like, I don't really have a lot of context for what it was like for most games on the ps4 because i just turned it off right So that makes it kind of tough but
1: yeah you're getting you're getting full blown out right out the gate
0: exactly it's overload
1: so it's good you didn't start with astros then because that shit blew my socks off man <laughs> <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little too much at first <clears throat> and i played with i didn't i didn't go into the settings and turn that stuff off i just i stuck with what the you know with the regular rumble. So then yeah, going to Astro right off the right off the bat was was quite a bit to handle. Uh you know, pun intended. And Oh <laughs> play but then, you know, <clears throat> it felt it felt like too much at first. I didn't like it, wasn't a fan, felt like the controller was gonna like shake out of my hands and go through the ceiling. <clears throat> but then uh, you know, playing some shooters I really started to fall in love with that like double pull mechanic, especially in Ratchet. It's utilized quite well. With um, you know, one of the weapons was like a shield, and you would like half pull for shield, and then you like full pull it, and it shoots out a blast. It's it's pretty sweet. And when I was hearing about it, I was like, that's pretty lame. Like, how supposed <laughs> <laughs> trigger trigger supposed to work twice? That's ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this sounds stupid. Uh, but no, it's, it's really great. I love it. Um, and now the vibration on the other hand, I don't know if I'm just not like, don't accept those waves properly, but I just don't focus on that. And you know, it's like, oh yeah, you can, you can totally feel every blade of grass as you walk through. And I, <clears throat> you could feel that in Astro, you know, the wind going across the controller and like when you were in the sand versus... Uh, the grass or another floor material, um, but the vibration for me has never really been a big, like, thing. Anyways, I just ignored it. So, um, but I'm really liking the triggers. Pretty dope. The vibration's cool. Uh, when you do get a big blast, I think it has to be like planned properly. Like that bridge we were talking about in Demon Souls. Right. Like that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and like that controller <laughs> definitely enhance the shit, Gary. So, yeah, ooh.
0: that game's like low-key creepy, uh, which no one decided to tell me. But the the graphical update, I mean, some parts of even Demon Souls game, they're not scary, but or Demon Souls, Dark Souls games are not scary, but they're creepy. And with the added like resolution and sound, which I know we're going to talk about and like the controller enhancements, like it is actually pretty immersive and so something like that also freaked me out which probably wouldn't have happened on the ps4
1: yeah there are definitely some sounds in there that that reminded me of bloodborne like you heard some like creepy laughing and stuff like that like you know like you can't really tell what it is is it the wind is it the building creaking mm-hmm. uh but yeah i learned from bloodborne and was very very slow around every single corner left right <laughs> walk two steps left right walk a couple steps Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So, um, but yeah, that's, those are my thoughts on the, on the controller. Okay. At least.
0: Yeah. I I would just say like, I really like, I really like it so far. The DualSense features, like I said, I can't speak to you too much other than what I've played, but also just in general, I think the controller feels good. It's like got a nice, like tactile sort of, uh, I guess, texture to it. Like it just feels a little more grippy in your hand than the DualShock 4 did even than the uh, Xbox 360 or Xbox One controller did. So that's really nice, and the buttons are really like large and sort of feel like a w- they have a weight to them. So it mm-hmm. just feels really well made, and I like the sort of clickiness of the the uh, bumper buttons, and same with the sticks. That That's probably just because it's a new controller, but it just yeah. overall feels more in tune with an Xbox sort of architecture as well. It's, it's good. I really like it, but I'll speak to More of the game like implementation in the coming episodes once I play more. Yeah. You
1: you mentioned getting that 3D Pulse headset.
0: Yes, I did get it. Did you end up? And I ended up, so I traded in an old Xbox One base, so very old console, and some other stuff, and got it today. And I got to try it out for about 45 minutes. So I first thing I did was turn on Demon Souls because I'd heard and read in the reviews that the headset works best with. PS5 I think it's called Tempest their like whole sound system that's 3d audio it works best with those games where it's like specifically designed for it and Mm. I have to say I think it's really great in that game yeah I was like testing it as much as I could so rolling through water like a puddle for example and then doing it going the other direction and hearing like if like the sound like was properly done for that and same thing with like going standing next to a torch and then rotating my camera 360 degrees and like hearing it go around you and that kind of stuff was cool. I, I, do, I do think in that sense it held up and was as good to me as my Astros had been. Where it didn't hold up so well is when I played it on Mass Effect. And it wasn't bad by any means, but I just think the range of the audio frequencies you got on the Astros might have just been a little bit like wider. So I could hear more different tones throughout the gameplay experience, and this one just seems a little, little more... I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. It seems a little more condensed, but it's still not bad. So, yeah. What? But you have them though too, right?
1: Yeah, I, I I like them a lot. I like the features on them. I have it right here. Let's see. Uh, you got power. I don't know what that is. The plug.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, for it to go into the controller. I think. Oh, if you have a three five, the three five. Yep. Gotcha.
1: And then the charging. And then there's the uh the mute button, which is pretty cool. It works right to the. uh I mean, it's pretty standard, right? <laughs> like how it pops <laughs> it out, does. And you can feel it. The <laughs> yeah. mute button is sick on these things, right? uh But then you have the, the the regular volume, and you have chat versus game audio, which is dope, dude. It's a built-in mix amp, my dude,
0: right? Which is really really great for party chat situations,
1: dope. And then I don't know what the hell this monitor thing is. I turned it on once, and it was like. Oh, monitor's on. I was like, okay, I still, don't, I still don't know what that means. But yeah, I'm so not sure right what down. that
0: one does either. But the, uh, the buttons are like, right, like you said, they're you know they protrude out. They're like you can actually like feel them really easily, or, and they it's actually written underneath them in small letters what they are. Where they could have totally gone the cheap route and just made it like way more difficult to use. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: first I was like, dude, these buttons like span the whole like circumference of this. It's mm-hmm more than 50 percent of this circular earbud or whatever you call it yeah (laughs) and uh i was like dude that's gonna be so cumbersome to use and it's been pretty good i almost don't use the volume though i just turn game and chat volume up and you know even if you're not in the chat it turns still turns the volume down so it's
0: pretty cool oh that's interesting huh yeah and i like the look of them as well like it goes really well with the controller and the console it's yeah, it's an it's a nice looking machine and everything kind of works really well together so I'm pretty hyped about that
1: except the ergonomics for me. I oh, don't know if you've oh, had enough time with it, but they were really tight. Uh and I don't have a big old head, I don't think. I think I actually kind of have a skinnier face skinnier head. Um <laughs> but they they felt really tight and they really hurt my ears. And so, at first, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I bought these. But I've been dealing with it. Uh, but they are pretty uncomfortable in on my head. It hurts either, like, the back of my ear or, like, depending how I shift it. Sometimes I shift it around to, like, you know, oh, the back of my ears are hurting. So, and you, you can slide it uh, forwards or backwards a little bit. Right. But then it hurts. Then it hurts, like, my actual, like, ear. The front of my ear, because inside the headphones, they're like, it's like slanted. Hmm. So the front of the headset is like very shallow and it gets deeper as you go back. So when you have them on towards like the back of your head, then like the hard plastic of the actual speaker like hurts my ear.
0: Okay. So I I
1: would suggest if you're looking at these, go somewhere to try them on. Um, it, It can take a minute though for it to... To really start putting that pressure on, but right. I don't know if it. I could be my big old earlobes as well throwing it off, but <laughs> I, I, I don't see why that they just would sit underneath the the foam. But yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, mine fit perfectly. Right, right. When I put it put it on, and uh, I when I wore it for like forty five minutes, I didn't notice anything. But it's possible that after like a couple hours, it would start to get uncomfortable for me too. But it seemed pretty good for me. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so that that was a long-winded answer to your question, Slugger, but I hope you enjoyed, and I hope everyone enjoyed those sort of uh, initial thoughts on the headset and on the controller. Daryl, do you think you're going to maybe look into this headset when you end up getting a a PS5 at some point?
2: Yeah, I think so. I don't really have a good headset, so I think if I really want to get, like, the immersion factor, I, I might just like get a really decent headset with the PS five.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: That, that mix amp does sound pretty dope. I I, I would like that feature on, on the headset and the current one I have, I can't, it's just, everything's all like the same volume. I can't adjust anything.
0: Yeah. That is frustrating for like, does this
1: headset work shop? with PS four?
0: It does. Yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. Or just get a PS five too, dude. Dar-
0: it's going to look weird next to the ps4 but it will work with it Uh, what i haven't tried and what i think you have eli is the party chat itself like the quality and how you come through and sound to others so i'm really curious to hear about that because that is one area where i do really like my astros the quality of the mic is really solid so we shall see we oh, shall. before I forget too, I made a little uh, kerfuffle earlier before the question when I was doing the Patreon shoutouts and forgot to include Chaz Bilby in the list of Patreon shoutouts over there. So thank you very much, Chaz, for your continued support of the Trophy Talk podcast. He was actually our first supporter, so the OG, and I, Found sli- us. And I slided him like that.
3: <laughs> right.
0: Oh, man. All right. Well, cool. Thank you again for that question, Slugger. And let's go ahead and get into Patrick Tebow's question. Eli, if you want to take us into that one.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to. <laughs> uh, so he writes, more and more PS4 games are getting PS5 upgrades, and a lot of those allow you to upload your PS4 saves to Autopop trophies uh, on the PS5. I added that. Okay. How do you feel about this, for- this form? Oh, how sorry. Restart. <laughs> Cut. Cut. How do you feel about this? I'm not cutting it. From a trophy <laughs> hunting point of view keys
0: okay very nice thank you for that thank you, that you i'm gonna was. start popcorn anymore in this document that we work off of because we got to work on your reading aloud a little bit you know it's hard it's hard sometimes though it is
1: i did go to special school for that so
0: oh shit well now i feel horrible <laughs> <laughs> great that's 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 reader, i'm just gonna go walk Colin. out this uh, second story window that i'm next to over here jesus oh, christ i
1: missed out on technology education because i take reading classes
0: Oh man. Well, <laughs> I think you, you think you figured out the technology part on your own.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't so know. That. I
0: think we're good. Uh, think but anyway, costs, though, anyways. interesting question coming to us from from Patrick Tebow or Pat the Trophy Hunter. So thank you for the question, <laughs> Daryl. What's kind of your initial thinking here?
2: Uh, for me, you know, I was kind of curious about all this talk about auto popping trophies. I didn't really know what was going on. But uh, Eli kind of helped clarify what all of that was, what that meant. Personally, for me, I'm not a huge fan of what's currently going on. I feel like, you know, with people auto-popping trophies, especially on, like, games that they're, like, nearly there for the platinum, I think it's just going to make, like, platinums worthless now because everybody's going to be, like, popping, auto-popping trophies now you know, right. Double dipping, you know, <laughs> if that, if that's, if that's your thing. You know, that's cool. But just in my opinion, you know, that's how I feel. But honestly, there's an exception to that. I think there's like, you know, a couple exceptions to that. And I feel like the one biggest exception is just time. So like, if like, take Red Dead Redemption two, for example, That's like 100 plus hours towards that platinum. I know for a fact nobody's going to want to invest another 100 plus hours into that plat. So, you know, if you kind of want to boost up your trophy count, you know, why not? Yeah. That red, that red, that red redemption two platinum is pretty nice to flex on people with. So, getting like two of those is pretty cool. But, you know, like time is, is a factor. I think like, especially like if you've played a game like on your ps4 you hardly ever played it say you only put like two hours in and now you're playing it again but this time around you got a ps5 and you take your ps4 save onto your new ps5 i think that's okay as well because you barely played a game you barely popped any trophies so in that scenario i think it's okay you know from a trophy hunting point of view right it's just what gets me is like if you're like pretty much done with the game you've gotten most of the trophies and basically at that point if you're just like mopping up what what else you need i think that's a little cheesy in my opinion
1: says the guy with the ps4
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: hey
0: now i i I was i I was there until very recently so i get what i get what he's saying i don't think my stance on it has changed much either but what do you think eli
1: no i still i think it's pretty lame as well um, but luckily, there's not a lot of games that allow you to auto-pop. So, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like a pandemic in, you know, the, the trophy community. And, like, as far as have Like, it's really kind of more of a detriment with this, like, PS5 upgrade shit going on. Because, uh, as Slugger knows well that you know when these ps5 upgrades come out you can potentially like not get the auto pop option and like you can basically get stuck with like two lists so i didn't play doom eternal until the ps5 update came out because if i started it the ps4 version on my ps5 uh when the ps5 update come out i would have a new list on my list like i would It would pop a new, like, trophy list on my, you know, list of games. So, it's really quite frustrating. And this whole, like, PS5 upgrade thing has been, like, kind of really frustrating. Yeah. Um, With, like, this, whoa, what games have the upgrade? What games don't have the upgrade? What games have the auto-pop? What games you can transfer your data, but there's not an auto-pop? What games... You know, it's just so complicated, dude. There, do you have to go to the store to download a new game? Is it a free upgrade that just, like, goes into the game with a patch? Is it fucking this or that? Like, it's so complicated. I'm, like, tired of having to, like, research games before I fucking play them. Right. You know, like, I was, um, like, Doom 1 had a game, a new game. But then you had to, like, go into the store and click download the new game. So it was a whole new game that you had to download. all the Division has a ps5 upgrade that runs at 60 but it might even be on ps4 like i don't even know there's so much like going around with all these different versions of games it's so goddamn confusing i agree and it's adding a level of stress that like i really that really shouldn't be there they should have some kind of like delivery system that's smart
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) the xbox boy Ooh, you like that yeah no but in all earnest though it is like a good system it'll just if i understand it correctly and you can tell me if i'm wrong the xbox that you're playing on will just like auto put it at whatever version it can run the best right Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like a slider call it almost yeah
1: dumb dumb delivery on the playstation 5 yeah it should have like a whole dumb delivery like uh tab on the storefront for all these mixed up fucked up games
0: I mean, yeah. not, not that it's a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Daryl. See, all of what you just
2: said, Eli, reaffirms why I don't want to get a PS5. Like, you just added to why I don't want to get one anymore.
1: <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's saving you a couple bucks.
0: We'll see if I can <laughs> but... convince you later on, Daryl, when I talk about what we've been playing. Because I I, didn't... I got a lot of good praise for the console that was not there a couple weeks ago. Go ahead, though.
1: I didn't. I didn't really uh, talk too much about the, the from a trophy hunting standpoint with these bottle pops because uh, there's not a lot of them. But I think it. I think it's kind of lame as well. I agree with Daryl, uh, but at the same time, it's like fuck it, you know? <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's like
1: it's like a minute. Sure. You're gonna get one platinum and whatever, you know? Who cares?
0: I, I do. So so I guess a couple things like to respond to like your larger idea about how confusing and annoying it is. Excuse me. I do agree with you. I just, and it's not that this is an ex, an excuse because it shouldn't be happening, but the one sort of like thing that won't be horrible about it is I don't think it's going to last forever or even for much longer. You know, we're sort of in this weird transition point of the console being out and there's PS4 versions and PS5 versions of a lot of games. And then the ones that the games that are popular from PS4 are now getting like updates and patches and stuff like that. So, you're kind of in this weird like middle ground right now. I think by the time you get to and it probably will go on for another year, but by the time you get to next summer, it's not going to be a thing anymore because it'll just be the PS5 game. That's like the the version and too bad it won't release on PS4. So, at least from the first mm-hmm. and the second party, I can imagine that being the case. I think after God of War Ragnarok, which hopefully comes out in spring of 2022, you're not going to get a first or second party game that is on both consoles. That's my guess. So If you're
1: playing brand new games all the time.
0: Correct. Correct. Yeah. So that's to respond to that part. But in terms of the auto pop, the question from from Patrick, uh, yeah, I don't like it at all either. <laughs> I think it's like, just seems so, like you said, Daryl, just devaluing to the platinums. Like it just doesn't mean anything. And we kind of have talked before about how much, or how annoying I should say it is that Sony doesn't seem to care about the ecosystem anyway, you know, and we're not the only podcast that's saying that. Like, I think that's just a, it's just well known that it's like, that. it's not to the same standard of sort of curation and stuff as the Xbox, like uh, achievement system is. So there's all of these really crappy platinums that aren't really worth the platinum anyway, in terms of, like they're really short games, Rattle like a games, etc etc. where you can basically just pay for, the plat, And then on top of that, you now have, in other more legit lists, typically the ability to just, like, get it again once you have it on the PS5. So the whole thing is, like, we don't really even know what someone's true trophy level is unless you do all these, like, weird calculations. How many of these games are, like, the Radalika ones? How many of these games are Telltale games? How many of these games are, you know, the the double pop version? So it's, a, I don't know, it's really crazy. And I just, I, I wouldn't personally... Do it unless it was like, oh, I'm at my 99th or 98th platinum and I want my 100th to be this banger of a game and I just want to get 99 out of the way. I'm giving myself that one concession <laughs> mm. <laughs> that, that I would do it for that scenario, but that's a long ways off considering I'm not even at 49 platinums. So,
1: yeah, let's see. There's a couple. Uh, here's the ones. There's this, this document on uh PSN profiles, I think, okay, that has um. Some of the auto-pop ones. And it shows Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And let's see here. Rainbow Six Siege. Um, Fortnite. And there's one that doesn't in Fortnite. And Mortal Kombat. Only the story-related ones do. And then obviously...
0: <laughs> That's yeah. so weird.
1: Yeah, there's some ones like Borderlands 3. Only certain ones have it. Uh, Cold War is limited. Yeah, Dead by Daylight is limited. Only some of them do. Um,
0: right, but Miles Auto pops Miles Morales. So
1: there's so there's Valhalla Auto pop, the ones that you could get the platinum for potentially are Valhalla, Rainbow Six Siege, the two Spider Mans, uh, No Man's Sky, and that's it.
0: For some reason, I thought so there was more five. of them than that. I have to say. That's actually not too bad. But I still stand by everything I said. As far <laughs> as this list, yeah. You know, yeah. That's
1: updated a year ago.
0: Okay. Well, that probably not <laughs> the most accurate.
1: Right. But a lot of these games have like separate lists. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, they still have separate lists, but they don't auto pop
0: so you could just basically so that's prestige that, platinum that's one of our community members has talked about that a lot
1: right that's why he's get you know and so yeah he's been plagued by these games but what are you supposed to do you start a game on ps4 you're halfway through it gets a ps5 upgrade it gets a separate list and then what you're supposed to finish it on ps4
0: yeah i don't know
1: in f- with 30 frames what are you <laughs> crazy
0: I mean, it's interesting because you know Mass Effect doesn't have a separate list, so it was easy. I just uploaded my save data to the cloud on my PS4 and downloaded it on my PS5 yeah. once I had the game installed, and it was like cool. So all the trophies carried over everything. But if that started yeah, unless another there's list, an I'd upgrade, like, yeah, which I don't think there is. So anyway, yeah. a good good question though, Pat. Definitely got some good uh, conversation going there, so appreciate it mm-hmm. very much. All right, let's get into another question we have here from Invisible Banana, and that question is, if you could give a PS5 upgrade to any game from any PlayStation generation, PS1 through 4, what would it be? So I'm I'm going to just, for the sake of the discussion, say excluding sort of the, the trophy fiasco that we just discussed in the last question, assume that that was just not an issue, you know, what do we want to give the PS5 upgrade to? Anyone have any immediate thoughts? Carol, what do you think?
2: I went with uh, Def Jam Fight for New York.
1: Oh, that's what DJNY. I thought that was. Like I was wondering a what that meant in the I thought that it was a doc. clothing company or something. Right. Right.
0: What's that clothing? company? DKNY is the clothing
1: company. NY EYNYC or something like that.
0: It's DKNY. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. That'd be mysterious, you know. I can't give away my secrets. <laughs> but yeah, so I actually don't know what that game is. What is that?
2: What? Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, my goodness. How <laughs> dare you? I am oh sorry, my sir. Gosh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a fighting game. That's probably why you don't know. But it's one of the few fighting games that I can actually play because it had, like, all the Death Jam artists, like rappers, like Busta Rhyme, uh, Method Man, Red Man, like, a ton of people in the roster that you can play as. And you're just like, it's like illegal street fighting. That, wow! You know it, it's really cool. Like if you check it on YouTube, it was like super dope back then. I remember having so much fun playing it. And like, uh, Dev Chan Fight for New York is actually the second game in the series. So like, the villain from the last game becomes like your crew leader, and he's kind of like the good guy now, and you're part of his crew. And guess who the bad guy is on the other end? It's it's fucking Snoop Dogg, man. <laughs> no Snoop Dogg is the bad guy. Oh yeah. wow. I,
1: I don't know. I just feel like guy he'd guy. be
0: su- he'd be such a nice, chill guy. Still, like I don't know if he could be the bad guy. Yeah, that's a. He
1: played the bad, a bad
2: guy pretty good. It, he actually played it pretty good. I was like, man, I can't wait to beat his ass at the very end. It's, he he was a slick mofo. <laughs> he's
1: a, he's some of the he's a mastermind type, you know.
2: Yeah. It was like a pimp, you know. He had like a these brass knuckles, and yeah, it was, it was pretty decked out in that game. He definitely played the villain pretty good, but it was fun, man. It, it's a fun game. I would like to see that get an upgrade so I can like team up with Buster Rhymes again. You know, Buster Rhymes—that's my guy right there. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you he's ever, everyone's
0: guy, you know. Ever seen
2: him in the Halloween movie?
0: You remember no. that movie? No, I don't think I have.
2: Oh my goodness, Colin! I'm just breaking
0: it? your heart right now. My God,
2: <laughs> yeah, he was in the Halloween movie. He just like he's like doing like a reality TV show, and then like they're at J- uh, Michael's house, and then like towards the end of the movie, we all think he's dead. You know, black guys always die first, but he actually didn't die in this movie. Oh, and he pops out of nowhere. He's like trick or treat, motherfucker. That was classic, man. I was laughing my ass off when he said that. <laughs> Oh my Buster God. Buster Rhymes, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, now I, uh, I, of course, need to see this movie at some point. Which one of the Halloween movies was it? Like, what number, you know?
2: Oh, gosh. I don't know. It's the one, uh, The I think it's like the fourth one. There's four of those fucking movies? Actually, I think there's like seven of them. Because there's wow. like the Rob Zombie one, I think.
0: Oh. Yeah, one those one? are like
3: remakes of right? me. Mm. Yeah,
2: there's can't... a bunch of them. Yeah, I think there's like another Halloween coming out too. It's like Halloween Kills.
0: Damn. All right. Well, geez, I'm just, just uh, not with it. I did not realize. I'll have to check them out at some point. I like me a good horror movie every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, oh. okay. I would definitely
2: like to see an upgrade for that game.
0: All right, that's a good choice. Nice pull there. That I don't think, I don't know. I would not have. I would not have guessed that would have been your answer. I'll put it that way. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Eli, what about you? What do you think?
1: Uh well yeah, part of the problem is fucking Sony remakes everything and then sells them to you again. So uh a lot of them have been done. <laughs> okay. <Big. laughs> a lot of the big games for me when I was when I was playing PS1. Of course I had to go back because a lot of the uh you know the older games are, are still somewhat available, but you know, like the Tony Hawk games got remastered, Crash got remastered, Spyro's got remastered, all that shit's got remasters. But I still want NFL Blitz, a real one, not this pro version where you got to pick stupid plays and actually run them. No, I want brutality on the battlefield of football. Um, So NFL Blitz, uh, I just keep advocating for. But another one that came to mind was Driver. I don't know if you guys played that game.
0: Uh, yeah, I played. Yes, I, a, I played of one of the driver games on Game Boy. <laughs> it's on sorry. Game Boy, how
1: the fuck <laughs> is that
0: even I, I'm actually gonna look, look it up. What? Go ahead and keep talking, though. sus <laughs> dude. Work. I don't think you did. Dude. Yeah, on Game Boy Color. Here we go.
1: Oh my, what?
0: Yeah. Here, here we go. Let's see. What? Let's see. Yes, it's just it. called Driver, the Game Boy Color version. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. He's just breaking everybody's hearts, Eli.
0: That game was pretty good. I mean, obviously, I'm surprised. I mean, the graphics are already so great on the Game Boy Color. I don't know why it needs a remake, but all the frames you get and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, wait. The other one, I think I was kind of mixing these two up. Sure you were. Was
1: stunt <laughs> stunt man. Stunt man. That's what I want. Just kidding. I, I Driver know. was cool, but I want stunt man.
0: I don't even know what that is either. <laughs> I'm breaking so, more hearts.
1: You played a stunt man. <laughs>
0: Imagine that. This is not a real no. game. You're making up this game. I swear to God. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. PS Two or what? What system was it PS2. on? PS Two. Okay. Two. Holy and crap! And so, like, you had to game. like it's a real thing. Yeah, you had to like
1: you like film the movie, and you had to like play through each. It was like short objective mission things where you had to like, oh, go around this turn and slide into these barrels, and then drive down the street and hit the ramp that's you know on the side and crash through the building. Dude, it was sick.
0: That's pretty cool. You know what's even cooler? Yeah. There's a Game Boy Advance version of this game. Oh, good. <laughs> there is. There no is no way, yeah. Game Boy man. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation Two and Game Boy Advance. Those are the platforms it came out on. Released no, it uh, not, June twenty third, two thousand two. Holy moly! This is in the Nintendo
1: podcast, okay.
0: I'm just saying it's kind of interesting, you know, because obviously Wait, the superior man. versions are going to be the the Game Boy one. You're right. Yeah, right. With all the the RAM and the load and whatever else, what other buzzword? Uh, the hurt, the hurts it's got all the, the hurts hurt. on the game <laughs> oh man
1: oh uh, yeah well cool those, yeah are,
0: those are good pulls though you guys had like solid answers i couldn't think of something that's that obscure interesting
1: and the, yeah with the driver stuntman thing too i was thinking destruction derby uh which i still own and twisted metal stuff but right they did that with destruction all-stars as well. They're they're doing everything, man. They're taking all our ideas for this question.
0: Yeah, they really are.
1: So you've got to give us NFL Blitz if you're going to keep doing everything. Do that. I can't believe That's that that has priority. not come out.
0: I, that seemed like a no-brainer to me. And honestly, yeah, Driver wonder... seems like a good choice, too. So I'm, I don't someone, know what's going on there.
1: Someone did try to do the whole like NFL Blitz formula. It was called uh, Mutant Football League or something like that. Okay. And it didn't for do it very Game Boy well. Color or what was it out on? I'm pretty sure that's what the specs were running, at least.
0: Yeah, twelve hertz. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, like anyway, one hertz monitor on my yeah, Game Boy exa- exa-
0: Exactly. I, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll step up to bad for the Game Boy Color, dude, and the Game Boy Advance. Those were great handheld consoles. But anyway, uh, let's see. What What would I want to choose? I my initial reaction was to. To do something like similar to what you guys had done, and choose like one like an open world sort of like driving game. Um, I was thinking like Vice City, but I know Grand Theft Auto Six is supposed to be like Vice City themed, so I think we're gonna kind of get that anyway. So yeah, my, my sort of like backup answer was Gauntlet: Dark Legacy. And the more I thought about it, I think it actually would be pretty decent because a couple weeks ago at this point, um, Dungeons and Dragons: Dark Alliance came out and it didn't really review very well people don't seem to enjoy the initial gameplay experience because it's quite buggy and stuff like that so I'm sure it'll get patched and eventually be decent but that sort of filled the same niche of this four-player or three-player co-op horde based fighting game like action rpg and gauntlet really did that well back in the day and the new one that they put out not too long ago on ps4 just really wasn't That great. It sort of had a very muted color palette, and the art style seemed off compared to the older games. And it just, I don't know, it wasn't really the same thing. And so I think if they really put some effort behind it and made it its own sort of unique brand, and didn't try to be so much like Diablo and Dark Alliance and stuff like that, and just made it kind of quirky and weird and all that stuff, I think it could be really fun. So, yeah, that'll be my answer. I'll say, Gauntlet Dark Legacy
1: good answer good answer
0: thank you i think that was for the game boy advance so <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: actually i am gonna i'm gonna look it up really quick just because i'm curious i haven't like oh thought my about God, this dude. It's, hold on it takes two seconds dude right. Don't
1: let, I, I know i'm saying if this is out on.
0: F- okay so to, let's game see boy playstation advance, 2 game boy advance gamecube and xbox
1: <laughs> no way dude <laughs>
0: yeah so apparently...
1: Uh, Game Boy
0: Advance had a lot. You'd be surprised how many games had a uh, Game Boy Advance version. It was Yeah, incredible. I mean,
1: people think PS2 has a big library, but that that GBA library is gar- right. gargantuan.
0: I mean, that's a good one to collect for. If you want, you'll never run out. One way to look at it. Uh Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that question, Invisible Banana, and thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and submitted questions over there. We, of course, really appreciate it, and good content, I think, for, for all. Those are all good questions, so appreciate it very much. Let's go ahead, then, and jump into the trophy list discussion for episode 36. As is tradition, we're going to sort of review and give a general overview of a trophy list, and typically we will try to do something that's in the PlayStation Plus offerings, at least for one of the two episodes per month and the other we'll switch it up and we'll try to do sometimes new releases stuff like that so look forward to what's coming next but for for this time we're doing a plague tale which was offered for the july playstation plus offerings by dev asobo studio and published by oh sorry dev Aso. i'm just an idiot talk about lessons and reading out lot. <laughs> Developed by Asobo Studio and published by Focus Home Interactive. Jesus Christ, what a day. What do you guys think about this game? Someone else talk so I can go shove my head in ice water.
2: It's really funny that you said that because when I was typing that up, I was like, you know what? There's no way someone can say that's part of the studio name. You're going to know by looking at that, that initial, it's developer, publisher. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, that's Dev Sobo Studio. Well,
0: well, that's what happens when I spend the hour before the show instead of reading the notes again for the latest updates, playing and testing out the headset. So, (laughs) yep, there you go. It's my own fault.
2: I'll spell them out next time.
0: No, no, it's all good. It's all good. (laughs) So, yeah, what what did you guys think overall about this list? And about, I guess, the offering. We can talk about that a little bit, too. Do you think it's a a solid one for this month? What's the game that's coming out? The other games? Uh Black uh, Ops Four. Black Ops. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It
1: no, go started.
2: ahead. Go ahead. Or Black Ops four <laughs> and uh oh the uh WWE two K Battlegrounds, right? Correct. Y'all.
1: Correct. Yo, y'all, yo.
2: Yeah. I do like that PS5 offering. I like that. Black y'all. Ops four. Nah, maybe I'll play it if people play it,
3: maybe.
1: I really wanna play it. But All like right, there we go it's such a bad idea dude it's such a bad idea it's such a great idea if you just
0: want to have fun but it's not a great idea if you're trying to trophy hunt
1: yeah dude but it's so naughty like i just want to do it which part of it
0: which part of it intrigues you the most here are you talking about the zombies or do you want to just play the multiplayer what do you think probably
1: just the fact that it's a call of duty and it's all like multiplayer so like yeah we have to play as friends and we're gonna go do stuff cool stuff you know it, well, it like, is a it's fun, fun one for like, that. I, yeah. I will, I will regret it immediately. I know it. So, like, I'm gonna try to be an adult and uh not play what's fun. You know what I'm
0: saying? And not even add it to your library.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: are you gonna add? That's it to really
1: fun? more like the childish thing to do.
0: But... Mm, mm. <laughs> S- some say, <laughs> some say, <laughs>
1: the infamous not library adder over here. Yeah, this guy. He's too good.
0: He's too good for that.
1: I don't need free stuff. Too cool for free stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! All right, well in all seriousness though, what about a Plague Tale Innocence? What do you think? What do you think about the list for this guy? It didn't look too bad at first glance, and when I checked on the guide on PSM profiles, it's a three out of ten difficulty, one playthrough, twenty hours. So seems pretty good, and only two missable trophies. And a sort of standard set of collectible trophies. So, overall, like, a pretty decent There's two spread. missables? There are two missables, according to the guide. Handful of pockets and not a toy anymore. So, the handful of pockets you have to fully upgrade oh. the equipment.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. This, I think the, uh, that seems weird. Because I what I was seeing uh, was, like, you, I think it's, like, a, a super easy list. I'm really intrigued by it. Because these, I think you can go back with chapter select for those. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a big deal. Oh, so okay. Um, yeah, because I, 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 was reading it as it's a super nice, easy list. Um,
0: well, I, I mean, think, yeah, three I'm out of like, ten is definitely easy. So
1: yeah, because there's chapter select to clean all that stuff up. I guess right. I don't yeah. know. Maybe you have to do it before you end the story. I don't know. I didn't read that in depth of it, but like I like the the setting. It's like a great, um you know a great setting for a story based game with war and kids and this kid's got a disease and uh so those two kids are running away in like this war torn area right and then right. one of them has this deadly disease so the uh the teenager is trying to save the, the little boy and um like it looks really great i'm pretty intrigued and it it looks engaging enough for a story game um but it is like more for stealth and puzzle stuff but that's better than nothing like i don't think it's a true like story game um i feel like it's a little more involved than until dawn but from what i've seen but just slightly more right so i'm really excited but i probably won't play
0: it because <laughs> it's because it's because it's naughty
1: yeah, <laughs> not naughty enough for me, you know?
0: I know, and that's the thing, is it, it does seem like a really good game in the trophy hunting sense, and I've heard it's pretty decent as well, and I just don't know where I would fit it in. Or even, like, yeah. that's what she said. But it sounds fun, and I just still am like, I don't know, the other games in my backlog sound more fun, to be honest. It's it's competing against a pretty stacked deck at this point, yeah. I think, is is the case for all of us. So Yeah. Yeah, what, what about you, Daryl? What are your initial impressions
2: uh for me um yeah i'm pretty pretty excited about this game when i had first seen it when it came out you know years ago i think it's like what two three years now it's been out i i really wanted to play this game so if i ever do get a ps5 i'd be pretty excited to play this game
1: make sure Um, you add it to your library through the web browsing store (laughs) just an alert for all who didn't know don't want you making the same mistake I did. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> reminder. It's a good one.
2: But yeah. Um, I like it. It's pretty easy. I mean straight it's a pretty straightforward trophy list. I think uh they kinda have it at like twelve to fifteen hours before you can get the platinum. Uh trophies are pretty even. You now you got your platinum very good. Four golds, nine silvers, and twenty-two bronzes. They're all pretty evenly, you know, according to like the point scale, those are all
1: pretty even. And yeah, how do you feel I about think... 22 bronzes, Colin?
0: Well, you know, my distribution OCD is upset with me. Uh I guess it's not OCD, but it's it's uh my distribution obsession is is kind of upset here. But that's okay. You know, I need to just learn to roll with it, get over it, maybe just start focusing on the overall trophy level that I am and not even look at that stuff. Which, by the way, I don't know if you can speak to this at all, Eli, but on the PS5, just a quick little UI tangent here. I don't see the level percentage for my trophies anymore when I go to view my trophies. It's only on the app that I can see that. Like, I can Mm. see the level, but I can't see how far I am towards the next one, if that makes sense. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed that as well.
1: I have not noticed.
0: Okay, well, we'll keep an eye out for it. (laughs) but oh one thing i did want to praise this game for a bit though was that so you have four gold trophies in the game three of Mm -hmm. them are for basically or i think three of them are for like the full-on completion of either the game or collecting all of something and i Mm -hmm. think that that's uh pretty legit like i've always talked about how i like the the big collectibles Trophies to have a good reward rather than just a bronze for getting all of something in the game. I think it needs to at least be a silver. And if it's a gold, I'll take it. That's pretty good too. And actually, preferred in most cases, unless there's not really very many of something. So, yeah, I, yeah. I do like that about the game. Like the, the botanist one, for example, is a gold trophy. And there's one, two, yeah, three. Y'all look like those are gold.
1: Five, six, seven, and eight, then eight, completing eight. the game is gold.
0: Yeah, that's like the perfect golds, in my opinion. That's what it should be.
1: I, I like the collectible one. I don't know about the story, but
0: yeah, you th- you think that's a silver thing? Yeah, yeah. That's Unless it's a certain difficulty, I think so too. If like in my opinion, just beating the game on any difficulty or story should be a silver in most cases. And then if you have a difficulty related one, obviously make that a gold.
1: Hmm. Yeah, golds are fine, but I still you know, trophy lists are to go above and beyond, right? The the like normal play, so. Finishing the game is not like it. It's like a participation award. Sure. You know? Sure. We don't We don't need those.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To add to what you said, Colin, about those two missable trophies, those are missable if, like, you're not managing your inventory because, like, resources are scarce. So if you're, like, blowing through those, you're not going to be able to get those trophies. Uh, so you could do it in one playthrough, but if you're not managing your inventory right, you're going to miss out on those and then have to, like, do chapter select to get some more resources. That way you can upgrade those uh, those items you need for the trophy.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the what do you guys think about, like, the artwork, I guess, for the trophies? Because they went a little bit lazy with the story-related ones for the different chapters, right? It's just Roman numerals, but... Then, once you get into sort of the later sections of the list, it seems like it's okay, but there's not really any color scheme to it. It's just black and white. And you could maybe say that's part of the theme of the game. It's pretty like dire and bleak, but I don't buy it. And, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. <clears throat> I'm not like it, I'm not a giant fan of it, but I think the, you know, the aesthetic reflects the game. You know, they shouldn't all be like, flashy you know rainbows and unicorns no
0: not yeah ratchet and clank having like a a really colorful list makes sense to me right yeah
1: right yeah to me
2: it's poopoo caca -caca. (laughs) just reminds me of like an assassin's creed list right just boring like they do the exact same thing with their chapter you know their chapter trophies they just add a roman numeral in there and like whatever else is left they kind of just like use something that matches the title of the trophy. Yeah. Pretty generic, but, you know, to, to your point, Eli, it's kind of like, you know, every trophy list is different. It kind of all fits in with the theme of the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I do, I mean, the Platinum is cool too, though. It is like a trophy looking or like a grail as well. So there is like, you know, I don't know. There's some parts of it I don't mind, like Eli is saying. I think the the chapter one is is the is the or like the chapter trophies are the part i find the most annoying otherwise i don't really mind that it's a little more simple and it's like design of how they look but yeah i mean it's certainly an interesting game and i think compared to i I wasn't blown away with last month's offerings and i think even the month prior to that wasn't crazy good so i think you know we're kind of on on the, the right track again you can you know the first few months of the year were were quite good in what they offered and Operation Tango seemed like it was fun. I think we'll hear a little bit more about that later, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so we're, we're coming back. We're coming back. Keep the faith. In yeah. PlayStation so it is Plus.
1: A PS... This does have a PS5 upgrade. I wanted to make that clear because it doesn't. It just yeah. This is the offering for PS5, but it does have an upgrade. That's why it's the PS5 offering, of course. But
0: right. So okay. Uh, so if, you, if you with it 3D from... audio. If you download it from the offerings like the tab on the app or whatever then do you then need to go into the store and get the upgrade for it
1: who fucking knows dude that's what i'm I mean. telling you man <laughs> that's, that's, who knows that's you gotta really go confusing. deep into the internet and research and find out which fucking yeah dude yeah and give me fucking started, <laughs> I, again, i'm man. definitely
0: a fan of the ps5 offering being a native ps5 game offering <laughs> 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 that's, that's <laughs> seems like a good idea
2: It's almost like, who's going to be the lucky one to reveal that to the world? Who's going to take one for the team? Hmm. (laughs) Is it going to be one of you two?
1: Wait, that reveal what?
2: No, the upgrade, you know? Right. You know, the upgrade for this game. Who's going
0: to be the one to to
2: reveal that to the world?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, where do we find this out? Tell us, please. Please.
1: Well, we'll find out uh, in a week.
0: Indeed, we will.
1: For listeners, in a couple days.
0: Or you might already have it. Yeah, you might. Yes. Right? exactly. Who knows when you're listening to this exactly. But, um, yeah, we are, again, we're recording early. But by the time you hear this, it should be a few days. And also, it's important to note, we're recording early again. The reason I bring that up is because the games were just announced today, as far as what the PlayStation Plus offerings were for this month. So, it's very fresh right now that we're taking a look mm-hmm. at this game.
1: hmm Yeah. And, and... Taking a look at these games, uh, we kind of talked about Black Ops, but the WWE 2K Battlegrounds does not have a platinum.
0: It does so, not.
1: does not.
0: Oh, interesting. I thought someone in the Discord said it did and it looked pretty easy, but maybe they just meant the 100% looks easy.
1: Yeah, it is. the uh, The list is pretty easy, apparently, but there is no platinum.
0: Got it. Got it.
1: It's like seven hours, two out of 10 or something like that is it really worth it if there's no platinum? If you can't auto-pop it to the PS5, what's the point, you know?
0: Sure, sure. Okay. okay. I like this. I like this. We're, we're, 3 out of we're 10, Feeling seven saucy. Feeling mm-hmm. saucy. Right. <laughs> cool. Well, let us know what you think about the game, listeners. And if you're in the Discord, leave your thoughts there about what you think about the list and A Plague Tale. I think some people seem pretty excited overall about the offerings for this month. Other than Black Ops, that was a pretty contentious one just because we all know Again, your your spidey senses just start tingling if you're a trophy hunter yeah. when you see that offering. You're like, oof, man, that is a big commitment. It'd be it's mm-hmm. like when they offered Black Ops three, right? And I'm like, I Oh my god, I am not. But interesting yeah. that they are offering the Treyarch Studios Call of Duty games as their the free ones, right? So I wonder if at some point what would be the real banger is before the new Call of Duty comes out this year that they offered Cold War for free.
1: Oh, yeah, right, dude.
0: That would be the thing <laughs> for the PS5 version.
1: Well, maybe Modern Warfare. Could we get that?
0: Well, Modern Warfare isn't uh, Treyarch. Okay. That's, my, that's my point. Black Ops 3 oh, and Black Ops 4 are Treyarch. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So. I mean... They gave us Black maybe, Ops maybe, 2. Maybe in a couple of they years. They give us Black dude. Ops 2 next. <laughs> I'm calling it. Yeah, right.
1: I mean, that one's still $60, so I mean.
0: Well, it's the PS3 one. I don't even think there's a PS4 <laughs> version. Yeah, unless you could, you have to upgrade it to the PS4, and then you have to upgrade your PS4 version to the PS5 version. That's
1: how you'll uh-huh. do it. Top three list, baby.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. You guys have anything else to add about A Plague Tale before we move on to what we have been playing?
2: I got nothing else. Okay. No. Oh.
0: Sounds good. All right, well, let's get into it then, because we've been playing quite a bit, and based on our planning document, it looks like we've we've got a lot to say. So, Daryl, why don't you regale us with your tales?
2: Yeah, sure. I do have a lot to say about this game. So, in the last couple of episodes, I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Well, I finally played Ghost of Tsushima. It's platinum number 41 for me. And <sighs> I... Did it in 62 hours, according to Exo Phase. Um, I don't think that's accurate, though. Like, oh, let me check. Just from my full playthrough, because when I did play this originally, I spent like 10 hours of it on lethal, but then uh-huh. I did an entirely whole new playthrough. So it might have been like 50 hours, give or take, you know, just doing everything the game has to offer. If you're going for the Platinum, I think it took me like 50 hours. And one one stat that I did see, I don't know if you guys are aware, but PSN gives your stat if you haven't played a game in a while.
0: Oh, so wait, like, what do you mean by that?
2: So like if you play it and then you don't play it for some time, it'll keep track of that time that you're not playing it until you play the very next time. Oh, Yeah. So, I didn't realize that. I was kind of just like looking on the website, and then I had seen, like, wait, why is it saying I haven't played it in 10 months? And then it took I realized, you, really? yeah, it took me almost a year before I played this game again. <laughs> it yeah, it tells you
1: you're like from your first pop to your last pop, it tells you like that time frame. So, like, Bloodborne, it took me over a year to platinum, but in game timer is different, you know? Yeah. So,
2: like, between like my. Last trophy that popped up until, like, the most recent one, when I first started playing it again, it was, like, a a 10-month gap in between. And it kind of made me feel like shit, dude. I was like, dude, I really got to stop buying games at full price if I'm not going
0: to play them. (laughs) It's bad timing for having Village, right?
2: Yeah. Well, luckily, I am playing Village. Like, right after I played this game, I started playing Village. Oh, cool. Nice. Trying to work on overcoming that habit.
1: Hey, you got this hidden, man. You got, uh, you got a you gotta go Hidden.
2: Don't be looking at my stuff, man. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to find your hours <laughs> for you, dude.
1: Don't <laughs> be looking at my stuff. You got that hidden, my guy? What the hell, man?
2: I want you house, huh? With... <laughs> I've been playing around with EXO Phase too much, so I, I probably don't know what the hell I was doing on there.
1: I, all I did was just sign up, and that was it. But no, anyways... no, I'm on, I'm on the PlayStation Five, dude. To get your time.
2: Uh, I don't know what's up then. That's weird.
0: I don't think I would have hit that game.
1: Colin was all hidden, dude. I can't spy on anybody these days.
0: Yeah, I'll get to it's that when I, when I talk about what I've been doing, because oh, apparently I fucked weird. that up. Anyway, though, <laughs> go ahead.
2: Yeah. Uh. But yeah, if I had played this game back in 2020 when I first bought it, this would have gotten my vote for Game of the Year. Phenomenal game, man. I had so much fun with this game. It is like everything you will want out of a AAA. It's like the story's great. Characters you invest in. There's, like, the world is believable. And it's just an overall well, well-polished game. Like, I had so much fun with this. So, Eli, you're going to have a treat when you when you play this game, man. You're going to have a really good time. I'm hyped. It's kind of like God of War for me. Like, I like God of War, but this is, like, you know, this, a game that I really like. This is the Sony like...
0: franchise you're really hyped about. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool that we all have different favorites, I think. I just wanted to say real quick, like, if this is, you know, you're kind of crown jewel for them and you have God of War for Eli or Bloodborne, I'm not sure. And then for me, it's definitely Spider-Man. So it just kind of gives us a diverse take on the first party offerings. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: when I was playing this game, I I took a different approach compared to other games I've played in the past So normally I would just like beat the game and then kind of like mop up everything else before I pop the platinum. I I did that differently this time around. I did everything the game had to offer. So when I finished the very last mission, I would get the trophy for beating that mission and then the, the platinum would pop after. So that's how I did it with this game. And I can't recall if I've ever done that with any other game. I guess it just depends on how well I like the game, you know.
1: Sure, it was good, huh?
2: Yeah, it was good. It was really nice to like kind of have like that last trophy, the platinum pop after I've completed the entire game. It was really, it was really nice. It was a different feeling compared to other platinums I popped. It was kind of just like, oh yay, the platinum pop finally, yeah. yay next game.
1: That was a true climax. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. After God. Lasted. <laughs>
2: quite a while man. Uh, but some things uh, yeah. I wanted to say about like the trophy list overall uh, some things I like some tips and tricks I can give to other people that are playing this game Eli you as well um, one thing that I did like about a, a couple trophies was Master Liberator where you liberate the entirety of Sushima Island and Living Legend that's the name of the Platinum they took all three of the Platinum's colors and kind of like intertwined them into the trophy art. So I really like that. Cause you know, I like when they, they do that with their trophy art, they kind of like mix everything in together. Cause um, overall, you know, we're going for trophies. So I, I felt that was a really neat uh, feature. My only, only wish is that they kind of like did something with the, the Platinum picture where they made the mask, platinum color because they're using Mm. silver twice you know so i kind of wish they made the mass a platinum color but you know that's just me
0: yeah that makes sense
2: uh teller of tales was really cool this is where you complete all of the mythic tales in the game and this was by far my favorite part in the game there's so much you can do in the world of tsushima but the mythic tales were probably the most unique and interesting things you can do in the game And they reminded me of camps, campfire stories. You know, you hear like these mysterious and legendary tales of like past people, you know, it's almost like Greek mythology, things like that. You hear like these really awesome tales. And like they had tales like that in the game where like someone would narrate a tale to you, the one man in the world can fight and his name is Shigenori, the fastest swordsman of Tsushima. And usually, when people say on, like only one man and whatever follows after, you know it's gonna be a badass story.
0: <laughs> That's and, true. It's a pretty much a dead giveaway most of the time.
2: Yeah, and they were all like that. They were all really cool. Like during the narration, they actually had like a live, like um, uh, like a live cinematic going on. So like you will see things unfold as the person was narrating. You didn't get any of that cheap like oh here i'll just tell you the whole story you know here we're going to give you a visual of the story while i narrate i thought that was a really cool touch because it kind of like made the story like feel alive you know and i really like that and some of the perks behind those tales is that you get a lot of weapons or you can get attacks that you know can benefit your your character so it, it made it worthwhile to to go after those tales. They're not part of the story. They're not required, but they are for the trophy. So it, it makes sense to pick those up. Sure. Uh, The next trophy was Body, Mind, and Spirit, where you have to complete all the hot springs, haikus, inari shrines, and bamboo strikes. I also had fun going after these. I felt that they were really cool collectibles to go after. They do provide a little bit more context to the story like for example the haikus you know you go to these pretty beautiful locations throughout the world and you get options to like come up with poems and I actually took my time when I was going through the haikus you know I just want I didn't like click through them just to like get them over with I actually like pick things that made sense and like you know I had fun with it Hot springs were another cool touch. It wasn't just like finding the hot spring, going in the water, and then just like watching a little cutscene. You actually can pick different um different options to where Jin Jin uh can reflect on like things that have happened in the story, you know, events that have taken place or encounters you have with other characters. He'll reflect on those and you can get a little bit more information out of that see how he's feeling things like that the inari shrines were probably my least favorite in the game because they were just boring at the very beginning they were fun you know i had fun following the fox and he was like leading me to the shrine i was like oh this is cute you know i'm following this this cool fox but it became repetitive and i i really didn't enjoy doing it so much
0: that's interesting because it was like one of the touted things about this game that I was hearing a lot when it came out was like oh it really changes the way that you explore the map and how you look and think about where collectibles are and stuff like that so it's interesting that you like enjoyed it but you still got sick of it even with the change you know
2: yeah it got boring real fast I just felt like you know if I'm looking for a collectible why do I need you know a an fox animal to show me where yeah to, to <laughs> that. I can go find it myself sure you know but You know, that was, like, minor things. Like, overall, the game's still great. Um, The haikus and the hot springs, this is one where I thought the game glitched on me because when you, like, when you clear up a region, so, like, after you've liberated a region of, like, all the Mongols, the entire region will be visible, so all the fog of war will be gone, and you can see all the collectibles that are left in that region. So you can see the haikus and the hot springs and all the other stuff, but at the very end, I was missing one haiku and one hot spring, and I I couldn't figure out what was going on. I thought maybe the game glitched on me, and I found out that the hot spring you won't be able to get the hot spring unless you've interacted with an NPC at a hot spring inn. So throughout the map, you'll see like these hot springs that are you know within the earth but the very last hot spring you'll actually find it at an inn, and you won't be able to access it unless you talk to an npc
0: interesting yeah
2: yeah i definitely was like worried because i was like dude I, i'm not gonna be able to pop this trophy i will have to start all over again yeah and i would not realize what happened <laughs> yeah it definitely had me worried and then the hi- same thing with the haiku i I looked all over the map i couldn't find anything And I realize you won't be able to get the last haiku until the very end of the game. So just uh, keep that in mind. If you're like wondering, where the hell are these last items I need to pick up? Mm -hmm. You know, you you just have to uh, interact with a few with an NPC or wait to the very end. Uh, Avid Reader and Know Your Enemy, where you collect 20 records and 20 Mongol artifacts. They seem easy, but honestly, I was not going for these at all because these are the collectibles that do not pop on the map so all the other collectibles i've mentioned the hot springs haiku and ari shrines so forth the records and the mongol artifacts they don't pop up on the map even though they're collectibles so you have to like kind of come across them if you do see them and they're pretty tough to point out because they're scrolls and they can be all over the place i've seen like Mongol artifacts on the floor on different items, records on the floor. so it can be hard to to spot those. and they were like the very last trophies that I popped at the very end. Like I think towards the end of the game, I probably had like half of them. Wow it, it was just that difficult to find and you know I really wasn't looking for them. and what what kind of helped me to kind of like mop up the rest was I wore the traveler's attire outfit. The perk of wearing that is, like, when you're wandering around, it helps you find collectibles. But what will help you as well is that it will give you a visual cue in, in the shape of a firefly.
0: And the in firefly just like the will kind of, like, just
2: start um It'll, like, fly around you. And okay. then it'll start to, like, kind of lead you towards, you know, which, the collectible. And as you get closer to the collectible, the Firefly will start to buzz a little, you know, a little bit more uh, violently, and then that'll give you a, a clue as to where the collectible is. So that's what kind of helped me pick up the, the remaining artifacts and records.
0: Got it. Okay.
2: Yeah, there's different outfits in the game you can wear, and they all give they all give you different abilities and perks and stuff like that. And the Traveler's Attire is also great, too. Like, if you want to like kind of explore the world it can actually clear up the fog so depending on like how you upgrade the outfit the lowest the lowest um tier on the Travis attire will actually clear up 10% of the of the fog and if you upgrade it to the maximum it'll actually clear up 60% so depending on how you like to do your collectibles whether you like to kind of like explore and find them as you go Or just liberate the entire region and then have everything available to you all at once. You know, you can kind of pick and choose. Hmm. Uh, All in the wrist, this was another one that I thought was a glitch. It's defeating the maximum amount of enemies within a single standoff. So during a standoff, it's kind of like a duel. You're going to call out like, you know, a Mongol or another samurai come out and you're going to basically like duel. So, during that, during that sequence, you're holding triangle, and then you're kind of waiting for the enemy to lunge at you. And then during that time, you kill them, and then, like, what you can do next is you can kill the next guy that's rushing at you, and then kill another guy rushing at you next. So, you can kind of, like, have a continuous streak. So, one, one of the skills—so, that skill, you can actually upgrade it in the Evolving Tactics section— and you can upgrade it to where you can keep that streak of life up to three. You can keep the streak up to three. Okay. So I did that. So I killed three people in one standoff. And I was wondering why the hell am I not popping the trophy? I did that multiple times. And I thought the game was glitching on me. And then come to find out, you actually need uh, the Sakai clan armor to prolong the standoff. So it'll actually give you an additional uh streak count so when you pick up the armor you can c- continue for one more streak you know add one more onto the streak and then if you upgrade it fully you can add two onto the streak for a total of five huh. so you really need five enemies to kill within the single standoff it doesn't clarify it it just you know tells you you need the maximum amount and i thought that was three but it's really five
1: Interesting. Trick game. Tri-
0: that's kind of a cool little like thing though. Like I, I like yeah, that you have does. to do that to get the trophy. It's interesting. Yeah,
2: and what's kind of annoying sometimes is that the enemies can faint. So they can kind so they of get like, like
0: intimidated and just like no, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> no. That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> faint with the E. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where they, you know they they fake their attacks to make you draw your attack and then you know they they swing on you and then it can get kind of annoying because the most i've seen enemies faint is like three times so like <laughs> most times like guys will do it twice and i'm like all right i'm gonna get you on the next one. <laughs> <He fans laughs> a Third time and then he like draws my health down it's like hello no i was like dude you you guys never
1: faint three times what the hell he now you know, smart dude. The RNG, AIs RNG, RNG AIs, coming for you. Got him. Yeah. Got him. That's right. And ones and zeros in the AI's brain, I'm <laughs> sure. You need that Sakai clan armor to uh, get
2: this trophy fully upgraded. And uh, the last one uh, is Honor the Unseen. about to 10 hidden altars across Tsushima. This one was, uh, I didn't know what the hell I had to do with this one. But there are altars throughout Tsushima, and you'll know you're at the altar if you see a sign of a person bowing. Mm. That's how you know that you're at a hidden altar. And there's not just 10 in the world. I believe there's more than 10 because when I was watching a video, I popped that trophy at seven altars. And like the last three that were in the video were altars that I had never even like come across they were like completely different from what the last three in the video were. So mm-hmm. that, that makes me think that there's other hidden altars out there. It's just like, you know, people are finding different ones. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Or I wonder if like, you can maybe bow to the same altar multiple times and it'll count or something. That's yeah. It's strange.
2: Cause I know I bowed to one where like, I bowed and like a bunch of frogs just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Hate frogs.
0: But, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> what you got against frogs my man oh
0: nothing i used to go catch them at the creek and keep them as pets when i was in grade school stuff frogs are cool man
1: they kid- kidnapping frogs
0: yeah frog naps <laughs> <Frog-na- laughs> that's
1: right uh yeah I'll we did be that
2: up some frog legs <laughs> oh yeah
1: we did crawfish we could we kidnapped crawfish yeah crawfish <laughs> are cool we- too
0: Absolutely. Don't overlook a crawfish.
1: No. Never. Right.
0: Lobster. I don't pounds. underestimate him either. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, wow, so the game sounds really cool though, Daryl. Like I'm I'm definitely intrigued by it. I wasn't very intrigued by it when it initially came out. I have to say I felt like people were overhyping it and I'm like, it's just another open world game, like action RPG. Like it doesn't seem like it's anything that crazy or different. And I think what it was was there was sort of a drought in good games last year, if I'm being honest, and or at least like there not a drought, but there wasn't as many as maybe there had been in 2019, for example, for obvious reasons with the pandemic. But either way, I feel like it just kind of came out and really resonated with people because it was so polished and triple A, and you know it had interesting ideas and switched stuff up a little bit. And uh, the only thing that really competed with it was Last of Us Part Two, and you either loved or hated that game from what I understand. And, of course, Last of Us Part Two ended up winning Game of the Year, but this game was up for a lot of awards, too. So it is really, yeah. really well-received. I think it's at, like, see, oh, yeah, as of March, it has 6.5 million units sold. So it's probably, you know, closer maybe to 6.75 or something now. But if they release a native PS5 version, which just got rated about a day ago, actually, the uh, Director's Cut version... And there's some speculation it might even include uh, additional DLC as part of that package. I would be very tempted to play it on PS5.
1: I thought Ghost of Tsushima already had a PS5 thing.
0: It gets an upgrade, but there is a uh, Ghost of Tsushima director's cut that is rated for PS4 and PS5 has come out. So implying a native version for PS5.
1: Hmm. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: Overall, I had a lot of fun with this game. What really uh, got me invested in it was just the world. The world is like, this is the prettiest looking world that I've ever seen. And I'm not really a fan of camera mode, but gosh, man, I was playing around with camera mode so much in this game because it's just, there's no way you can't use camera mode for a game like this. It was just, it was fun, man. Like, I really had a lot of fun playing around with pictures and stuff like that. And I I have fun. The story's great. The story is what got got me hooked in. Like, it surprised me. The story's not what I thought it was going to be. I just thought it was going to be, like, another samurai story, you know. It's totally not like that. It's it's way, 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 way different from what I expected.
0: Very cool. Well, I, like I said, I'm intrigued. I'll be down to check it out. And, yeah, I'm glad that you completed it. What, what platinum was that for you, then? What number?
2: That's uh, number 41 for me.
0: Nice. So, well 41, done. And I'm
2: probably going to, like, kind of take a chill, play it every now and then, just to kind of, like, get it on New Plus, because that game has a New Plus trophy. And then, like, if people are interested in doing, like, the Legends mode, I'd be totally down for that.
0: Yeah, I think there's probably some people that would would hop in that with you, for sure. Very cool. Uh,
1: I think I see what you mean. Not all the PS5 upgrades are the same, as we discussed earlier. Right. And this looks like it has PS5 upgrade with improved frame rates and load times.
0: Right. But it's not, you can't buy Ghost of Tsushima PS5 version yeah right
1: i hope they don't do that because that means another list <laughs> <laughs> so don't start it until i'm not you know like what the fuck am i supposed to not play this until a ps5 comes out like yeah yeah man here
0: we go <laughs> oh.
1: PS5. why did i get you
0: we'll try to answer that question i'll try to answer that mm-hmm. question um
1: well, what happened to the
0: very cool so Awesome. And you said you started village, right? So are you gonna is that the next like sort of thing you're gonna set out on or you're unclear at this point?
2: Uh that's the next game for me. I'm gonna try to go for the plot on that one. I just finished my my encounter with the first daughter over at the uh at the castle. castle? Yep. Yeah. I finished my first encounter with that one. It really got me curious. I'm like, wait, what the hell happened? I don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what difficulty are you going for your first go through? Um, easy. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I only did normal for that game for my first playthrough, too. So.
1: What was the hesitation? Not sure?
0: Well, or... he just knows we talked about it recently in the Discord, and yeah. I'm not a fan of playing through on easy for games.
1: That's why. Is it that, or is it you're not sure? Like pulling a call in here.
0: No, I was kind of like uh, a little you know, embarrassed.
3: I'm the guy.
2: <laughs> I'm the guy that that takes things. Yeah, really this extreme. this guy is gonna beat you're, Wolfenstein you're the...
0: too on mein Lieben, but he's playing <laughs> RE eight on Easy. You think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how that's gonna work out. <laughs> it's... Is it too late to edit that? No, <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting soft. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna edit it now. No way. Because we've alluded to it, so it's staying in. Hello, future self.
1: Keep Nothing gets edited out anymore.
0: <laughs> Only annoying and yeah, whatever. Behind people don't care. Stuff gets edited out. That, um, that'll
1: get edited out though. What's up? Nothing.
0: Okay. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh so let's see for myself here, uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier, been playing Demon Souls on PS5 only a couple hours in so far, but my god, the game is fucking gorgeous on PS5. Unbelievable. Like I was playing it for like an hour, hour and a half when I first got my five hooked up and I just would stop periodically and just like actually laugh out loud or be like, "Wow." because of like how blown away I was by just everything. Yeah. And I really think I, you know, in my head was like, it can't be that big of a leap. I just was, I didn't really understand how much better it was gonna look. And part of the reason is I realized that my monitor is not 4K, it's only 1080, right? So when I plugged in my PS5, I used my TV in the bedroom, which is 4K HDR. And so going from like 1080 PS4, to 4K HDR on PS5, I was like, wow. (laughs) Wow. Like, this is is pretty cool. So really, really got into it. The atmosphere is awesome in that game. And I would highly recommend checking it out if you're a PS5 owner. You probably did because it's one of the only things that came out when when the system came out. I'm sure a lot of people picked it up. But so far, it's really good. I was kind of getting reacquainted with the whole combat loop and how the game structure is and stuff like that having not played a Souls game for a little while now, really since Dark Souls 3, and that was probably like two and a half years ago or something. I don't count Sekiro because I didn't even beat it. And... um... Whatever happened. Right. Oh, I guess Dark Souls 1 Remastered was sooner than that. Either way, it'd been a while, and the structure for this game is a little bit different in that there's sort of discrete levels and worlds. It's not one open area. Like, there is, like, a level 1-1, a level 1-2 etc for each of the five hub worlds i think there's five from what i can tell so far and I, i'm trying to go in relatively blind to it as well and i know that's gonna screw me out from you know having one playthrough to get the platinum but that's okay i'd rather just kind of take the sort of blind experience because it's so good with these souls games you
1: can't or, really do that anyways with this plot
0: oh there you go through. yeah
1: unless you're just gone saving which i still think you might need extra for. Oh, jeez. It's still like one and a half.
0: (laughs) Well, either way, it's not going to happen in one or one and a half. So no worries. No worries. And um, do you plan on this? I do. Yeah, I do plan on it. So we'll see how that works in. I mean,
1: experiment in Souls Platinums, huh?
0: Yeah, I, I haven't gotten one in any of them before. So we'll see if I have what it takes, because I will say my initial impressions of the game are that it's quite hard. I know that well you know Eli that I didn't die for the whole first level there's like a tutorial that you have to die on so I died there or you can't you't have to you don't yeah you don't have to but you're probably going to unless you're, you're supposed in, like to. new game plus or something and yeah so I died to that and then came back did <clears throat> level 1-1 and beat that boss without dying and then today I actually got all the way to the boss for 1-2 without dying across those bridges and stuff with the dragons you know and mm-hmm. Then died yeah, very promptly to the boss, but so. you're saying it's hard. Yeah, for sure, it's definitely difficult. Like,
1: you know, that's what I was saying. I don't think it's that hard because you can get through the areas, you know, relatively easy, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I I see what you mean. I think the bosses so far have been. I know you disagree on the first boss, but in particular, but I found the first boss to be, for a first boss in a Dark Souls game, relatively difficult. And just oh. not very straightforward in terms of how it wants you to or how you're supposed to, like, engage with it. And I found I that to be the joke. case with the the boss in 1-2 as well, where I'm like, these fights are not very, like, traditional. In Dark Souls and Bloodborne, it's a lot of, like, you versus beast or person, and you just mm-hmm. fight them, right? And yeah. there's a gimmick in both of the first bosses for this game. There's something special that, like, is going on that you can choose to, like, you know, take take out and then have it be a little easier or you cannot and make it a little harder on yourself so yeah I, with the
1: first boss though there's the that's a it's just a bigger enemy you've seen before basically so the gimmick is already revealed and you well, should there's like 20 be of the pretty little, prepared there's like 20 or 30 of out. the
0: little phalanxes right around the thing that you need mm-hmm. to kill so if you don't have fire bombs, which is what ended up happening to me I had four fire bombs, so I mm-hmm. threw them at the boss and I was like cool I cleared out like I don't know, like 10 of these things and there's 20 left and they're all throwing mm-hmm. spears at me and your melee attacks do no damage to them unless you have a fire infused and you're attacking them in the back. Oh,
1: So yeah, you just hit them in the back twice. It's easy.
0: Right. So that's what I've eventually figured out. But again, it's just not very like clear. It's in terms of the first boss that you fight in, in Bloodborne, the cleric beast, you just hit it. There's no, like, you I don't just know, dodge man. the attacks and you just hit it. So I thought that was interesting, but, um, yeah, I'm sure I'm missing a ton in the game. I think it's, re- it's implemented really well with, like, the visuals, like I said, and the sound on the Pulse headset was really good for this game. It's just a good, like, showcase for what the system can do, and, yeah, I think in that sense it's really beautiful. And I love the sort of, like, risk-reward system that the game has, which is not new to this, but is in all the Souls games where... Everything comes at a cost, right? If you want to heal you're paused. generally you're not moving. Or, like, I'm the priest class, for example, so I can get two free heals that are, like, a good chunk of my health bar. But it takes, like, probably five seconds to do the animation for the cast, and then I, that whole time you're just vulnerable. So during a boss battle, it's not really realistic to do. So you kind of need to plan your route through the level, like, to use those, and, you know, yada yada. So it's, it's kind of it's cool how the game makes you think about that stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I really like it. So the trophy list is kind of kinda hard, I think, from what I've seen, and no different than a lot of the Souls games. But there is, like, a cool thing they're doing of having you beat certain bosses in specific ways or, like, with a specific added challenge that appears to be the case for quite a few of the trophies. So you're going to pop a lot of bronzes just going through the game and beating bosses, but there's some optional ways of beating them that you can do if you want to again make it harder or try to go for some additional stuff so yeah I, I'm, I'm really early on i'm like literally at one percent in the game so <laughs> but that's what i think about that guy so far i mean what, what do you think eli you've played a little bit of it now
1: i i feel the same it's fucking amazing i'm like it's i would just want to get on get home and play some demon souls you know right uh I wasn't sure I was ready for like a big thing like that, but getting into it with how beautiful it is, how stunning it is, it truly is. Uh I'm not playing on four K. Uh and it's,
0: and it's and still it's still beautiful. like amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is part of my big PS5 gripes, but maybe we can get into that more with Doom. Okay. Uh, but so yeah, I'm not playing on four K and it's still really amazing. Um I think I think you covered most of it pretty well. Okay. besides the first boss it was a fucking joke <laughs> absolute what, joke
0: well what what a class did but, you go i'm curious
1: uh r- the uh, the fuck is it called the hunter the, the hunter that's it okay yes yes
0: gotcha all right yeah. so you went hunter i went priest i'm texting a friend or i have been throughout the day who's like who just got his ps5 uh-huh. around the same time we did and he's like oh my gosh demon souls is so amazing and he's playing the uh what is he the royal class Which apparently is really overpowered, he says. So, yeah, yep.
1: I think that would be my next playthrough. I think I'll do like a break the game run on the the next playthrough. But
0: yeah, well, first time you gotta gotta get through it legit.
1: (laughs) You gotta struggle. You know, it's a Souls game.
0: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna die twenty times, and that's just all there is to it. Just go ahead. So cool. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Other than that, I've been playing the Mass Effect Legendary Collection and playing Mass Effect One still. I am at 73% completion on the trophy list now, so up quite a bit from the last time we spoke. I'm only missing a few. Uh, Some of them I'm going to get naturally just for beating the game and doing the last planet in the story, stuff like that. But I'm pretty upset because there's one trophy that I'm going to miss on this playthrough, and it will be the only one, likely, that will keep me from the Platinum in one playthrough, which is such a bummer. And... It's really obscure, like how you miss it and even how you fulfill the requirements. So the trophy is called Archivist or Archivist. Find all primary alien council races, extinct races, and non-council races, codex entries. So find all the lore, basically, about all of the different alien species in the game. Which I've actually done without following a guide or anything except for one. And the one that I miss is towards the very beginning of the game in an optional dialogue that you can have you have to pick very specific things to get a certain dialogue to come through and get a codex entry and that's all i'm missing and of course your save doesn't like roll through so if i start a new game and get that entry i'll have lost all my other codex entries so i will have to get them all again which is really frustrating so i'm probably going to finish the game with a 97% completion <laughs> but
1: Ooh, thank.
0: yeah um so bit of a bummer but the way I'm sort of keeping myself sane with it is that you have to play through the game again on Insanity difficulty for the overall collection trophies because each game has specific lists with a platinum, but there's a collection trophies across all three, which is interesting. And you do need to beat the first game on Insanity. So I will go through the game at some point again anyway if I want the plat and I can get the trophy I'm missing then. But yeah, a bit of a bummer. I am at 22. 20- three hours so far in the game. So it's not incredibly lengthy either. I'm really trying to soak up the dialogue, read all the codex entries, and, and try to just like take it all in. And I'm still almost on the last mission. Um, the other trophy that I wanted to talk about, because it, I'm not sure if it's glitched on me, which with <laughs> figures, right, or, or what, but it's a gold trophy called completionist, which is to complete the majority of the game. It's kind of vague, <clears throat> but from what I've hmm. seen in guides, there's 88 total quests in the game, including side quests and main quests, and you have to complete anywhere between 45 and 55 of them to get this trophy to pop, and I've completed, like, 57, and it hasn't popped. So, that's kind of strange. I wonder if some of the the quests that are in my log are not counted as quests, actually, but when I counted them up and added them up, I had more than enough, so... We'll see. It's at a 33% on the app even to have that trophy, so I think it's relatively straightforward. I'm hoping that once I do the last couple main story missions and clean up a few more side quests I have left, I'll pop it pretty easy. But yeah, I'm, cl- I'm close to done. I would really recommend the game if you haven't played it. If you've played the original back in 2007, I don't necessarily know if, if the upgrade and the collection is worth it for you to go through them again, but for me as a newcomer to the franchise it's it's really good i the story is well told and the game does show its age but not to the point where you're you're not going to enjoy what the studio was going for when they made it and i wanted to shout out real quick the sort of navigation that you do in the game with the you step up to basically this three-dimensional map of the galaxy and from there choose different solar systems and or sorry of like the universe and then you you choose different galaxies and then within galaxies different solar systems to try to go to and like explore and land on planets and all that stuff. And I just think it's really cool like each planet you hover over has a a description, what the day night cycle length is, like all these like nerdy things about it, including a couple paragraphs of a write-up. And it's just like reading, you know, an astronomy book of sorts but for like fictional planets. It's really cool. So, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say, but hopefully I'll have uh not the plant, but I'll have a really high completion percentage on that. And the plan after that is to dive into Demon Souls, and then also check out Astro's Playroom. So, yeah, you gotta get there. And that's a that's an easy plat. That'll be plat forty nine for Astro. So then either Mass Effect one or maybe Demon Souls would be number fifty. But we'll see. Nice. Yeah. So what about you, Eli? What have you been playing?
1: Uh, so I saved the world. With a friend, in Operation Tango. Uh, it was really, um, it was really great. It was a really fun experience with a pal. You know, uh, they were <laughs> they related it to uh, played it with Slugger, the one we always uh, gets mentioned here. He's quite active in the community, right? So he related it to keep talking and nobody explodes that like bomb diffusing game, okay. which uh is basically what this is i have never played that but i've seen some videos of it and it you gotta you gotta cooperate with each other not see not knowing what they're seeing so yeah it was really it was a really unique experience and uh i really enjoyed it there's a lot of diverse missions some good some bad there was there was one where you're on the train and The beginning of it kind of sucked. You have to like find somebody and down hack some data from them. But then once you get to the front of the train, there's like these uh, like timed missions. So you're under under the clock, and that's when the game really gets good because you really got to be really got to be hard common, and that's when it's fun. You know, some of your descriptions of items can get can get pretty silly and funny. So it's a it's it's a good time whether you fail or lose it's a it's a blast um, and there were some bad sections there was this one section where we had to like shoot these chips to score points to like get out of this menu it was fucking it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen and the shoot the shooting was horrible it wasn't registering on the clicks it was it was bizarre but the majority of the game were good missions it was very fun um awesome yeah. And so, like you play as two different characters. There's the uh, the hacker and the agent. And um, as the agent, you're first person, and uh, the and the hacker played, you know, behind like a screen. So it was a bit different of an experience. The hacker was really not my favorite playthrough. It seemed like it seemed a bit uninspired, just like some random excuse for you to be there to give information to the other player. And like they added extra menus to make it seem like you had to do something. You know what I mean? Like it really could have just brought up the information in front of you to tell you (laughs) like what you need to tell your partner. Like it seemed kind of silly where like it would bring up a thing like, oh, make sure you get the data from the 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 database so then you have to like go through the menu. It's like, oh, it, the base you click on the basement. Oh, there's the database. Oh, where's the data I need? But it like basically tells you <laughs> where the, the fuck data? to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, you know, it's just like, oh my God, this is kind of but it was all right. There were some different missions uh as the hacker that that changed things up. So it, it was a bit those were a bit refreshing, but um, I definitely enjoyed the agent a bit more. And you did go you did go to first person as the hacker once or twice but not much and if you get the free trial you get you so you can play with a friend for free which is pretty dope but to play with a friend they have to you have to get the free trial which i didn't know because i think you and me tried it once maybe like it sending you a friend code right not we did uh but so the way that works is you have to download the free trial and then you can send your friend the code to put in. That's how that works. I didn't know how that worked.
0: Hmm. I
1: was a bit confused because it's like, oh, I'll just invite a friend. So I invited you, and it didn't do anything, right? But so like the friend, you has to download the free trial so you can get to the menu, and then it unlocks the you know the game because okay. you get the right code.
0: I guess that makes sense, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, so if you if you want your best experience, play with play with a friend. Don't boost with strangers. That's a thing that we advocate for around here. Right. <laughs> boost your um, friends. And yeah, it got uh it got really glitchy at the end. This is my only problem with it. The 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 menus were when I died one time, the menu of like my my character's hacking screen or whatever, uh was still there when I died, so I could not press like reset it was still on this like hacking screen. So we just had to like close the game and restart. It was it was kind of ridiculous. That is um, ridiculous indeed. Yeah, and then there was there was other times when that the the like restart screen would come up, but you couldn't click restart. It just wouldn't register anything. It was bizarre. We thought we were like, "Oh, okay, we'll wait or whatever." It just never happened. So you had to abort, we had to restart. It's awful, because it's the fucking hardest mission, of course, the one we died on. Uh, So that was a bit painful. And then we thought, like, the progress would save, and it it, it did not. Because it's like, oh, it'll start you at the last checkpoint or whatever, and it didn't. But then as we progressed, like, other missions did the same thing, where we had to, like, abort and couldn't continue, and then it would save it. I, I don't know. It was just getting real weird at, by the end. I don't know what the hell was going on, if it's the end of the game or if it was... I don't know, because the beginning was, it. we had no problems on our first playthrough. It was the second playthrough. I don't know, it was weird. Just something to watch out for. Um, it's still a short game altogether, so it's really not a big deal. How long do you think it, think
0: it took you for the plot, overall?
1: Um, I don't know, I can check, but it was, I don't know. I'm just, just eight, guessing. Uh, eight hours, maybe? Six to eight?
0: Okay. Not I bad.
1: mean, I'm sitting in front of a computer, I could look it up
0: well you say i'm looking at i'm gonna compete yeah okay two playthroughs five hours is what it says for the guide six golds 11 silvers six bronzes so good distribution there
1: seven and a half hours yep you're talking about distribution
0: yeah six golds 11 silvers six bronzes which is pretty good i like it six gold uh... seems a little excessive but whatever we'll take it okay no, no, I'm just saying, Mr., when there's Mr. this few... Bronze doesn't want gold When there's, golds, when there's okay. this few amount of tro. there's only 24 total trophies, including the plat. It's because they're golds, golds
1: and, and silvers. I mean, what do you want? I mean, do you want ratio or not?
0: Yeah, ratio. Is that a good you? ratio? It's not a good ratio. Yeah, it's an excellent <laughs> ratio. <laughs> uh, anyway, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, win with this guy. Nope. <laughs> uh Speaking of some stats,
1: the uh it is interesting to see this, like, ps5 thing like when i went to originally look at the trophy list um it must have brought me to like the regular ps4 thing and i was like what there's 39 owners of this game that's all that's played the platinum's at 50 percent that you know there's only 40 owners like this is bizarre dude and then i finally uh and uh I finally found the different additions. So the PS5 version has like 6,000 owners, which is still seems very low for yeah. a free game. 6,000 people. That's it, dude.
0: Yeah, that's very low. Wild. I mean, there's not 30... that many PS5s out there as we know, but.
1: Right. That kind of makes sense for the PS5, but 6,000, dude. And I guess that that means only 50 people bought it. Or got the friend code for free. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see the difference, like in how many people played it versus, you know, like on the different platforms. Right, and it, right. it threw me off at first, which was, you know, a bit weird. But, <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was a pretty quick, easy, extremely fun platinum. I would highly recommend that to uh, anybody with a PS Five and a friend. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a friend though, don't do it.
1: Join the Discord. Exactly. That's what you do.
0: And then we'll be your friends exactly there you that's go right. that's right
1: <laughs> um and then i also finally dude finally i played doom wow. oh yeah PSN, PSN profile gives you that uh that um that like whole long tracking time so i wonder or i didn't get that but now i'm interested since daryl brought it up but yeah one year and seven months it took me
0: <laughs> wow Ooh, that man. is incredible uh,
1: that's hella funny
0: i was gonna say i've been hearing about this game from you for quite a while at work so i know i know it's yeah. been on your radar for a long time
1: yeah well there was part of that like um the multiplier out i had this was one of them i had to get done and uh i think i was actually gonna play it right after but i don't i don't know what happened back then yeah, I don't, don't know, know if this was directed like really part of that multiplayer freakout, or if this was actually a game I was going to start. But either way, I finally started playing it on the PS5. And uh, I really regret not using a guide the first time. This is a big warning to anybody who hasn't played this six year old game uh <laughs> but if you do if you do find if you're just getting to it or you you want to get to it for this doom eternal uh update that just came out um just fucking use a guide man i was like ah, i'm it's, it's doom dude i just want to have fun i want to go slay some demons you am gonna pop some necks you know that's and, true uh,
0: that's what i wanted to do in my first play. It was, it
1: was a fucking mis- absolute mistake man i guess it could have went better but i ended up having to play it three times because i missed one rune trial and so if i got that rune trial it would have been fine There's a lot of glitch warnings about these trophies, but I did not have any trouble cleaning them up, except here's the the story of the rune trial. Okay, Okay. let's hear it. So I couldn't figure out how to get to this rune trial. I was like, okay, fuck it. I'll go back and get it later. So I go back to get it later, and I get there in the chapter select, and it's like, oh, if you get this now, you'll lose your story progress. You can do this in the main menu. And I didn't click with all the glitches, because I wasn't looking at the guy. I was like, I'm going to have fun. But I already had read it. I knew there was glitches. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Menu, cool game. You're really... That, that's good info. Thank you. appreciate right. that. I'm going to do that. And uh so I did that. And that doesn't trigger the trophy. Doing it in the main menu.
0: Well, that's fun. Are you,
1: are you kidding me, dude? So I went back to find it in the, in the campaign, right? And the it's like a what do you call that they're like it's not a pillar but it's like floating rocks and the rocks were crumbled when i got there so i couldn't even do it in there either
0: oh i see and yeah okay i guess
1: yeah yeah it was already like it used looked up. like
0: it already been gone through
1: yes so yeah dude it's so frustrating but the other stuff didn't glitch for me which is a plus so you probably could get away with um not using a guide but don't don't do it don't, don't do it um so yeah i played the one normally getting everything like i could and then i did that cleanup playthrough which i thought i was getting the rune trial in but i didn't but i did get to clean up everything else and then i had to do uh, the first nine missions i believe there's 13 missions right and i had to do the first nine to get all the runes again so almost three playthroughs
0: yeah that is quite a bit
1: yeah and so I did end up actually emailing id Software to see if they'd pop it for me. But I just started the next playthrough and got it done before I got an answer. Which I don't i don't think I'm ever going to get an answer. But <laughs> I thought I would try. They're like, who the hell playing this? this. Go
0: play Doom Eternal. Yeah, like, like, what well are you I'd doing, love that dude. If their response was that, they're like, go play Doom Eternal. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: I'll play it when I pop my fucking trophy. So pop it and I'll go play it. You know what I'm
3: saying? Mm-hmm.
1: And last time I talked about this, I complained about it's R two, R three, R two, R three. And you were right, Colin. It did uh you know, it got a little more deep than I originally gave it credit for. Um, oh good. I'm glad you felt that you know, way. Yeah. With all the weapons and different enemies and getting to getting to choose their doom.
0: Uh uh-huh. it felt pretty <laughs>
1: balanced all the way through. Um and once, you, once I got to the cleanup playthrough, unless you do want to do it this way, because once I got to the cleanup playthrough, do you're just like super OP. And it's pretty fun because you can go back to the first missions and just be GM, you know?
0: Yeah, and you, exactly. Exactly. No, it is kind of fun to do it that way.
1: So, yeah, it was kind of fun. I almost enjoyed the three playthroughs. But being that frustrated really, really held me back, you know, a bit in that regard. So, yeah, and... Of course, you gotta leave the uh, the ultra nightmare flex for the last trophy, and oh, I sure, actually for did the first it. Level? Yeah, and I actually did it legit, kind of. Where so <laughs> I
0: don't feel like that's a yeah. slider. That's either you did or you didn't. You know.
1: All right, I did it legit. Okay. So there is the glitch where you can climb up on the rocks and like go through oh, half yeah. the level and then fall through the wall, right? Right. So. I was like, oh, let's see how this goes. I got through that, like, first area when you get the first key card. So I got through the first area. I was like, that's not so bad. And then I hopped up on the forklift to try the glitch. And I was like, I did one jump. And I was like, yeah, hey, it's fucking stupid. Let's go. Let's try it. It's not that long. We'll give it a shot. And, like, dude, you're bashing them I and you get health anyway. So I don't, what's the big deal? So Yeah, it's not too bad. I ended up, there is, like, a tunnel system, though. This is where it's not a cheat. That's why I say It's legit. But it's also it's just a nice strat. There's like kind of a tunnel system after that area, right? And I just ran past everything. It's like it didn't tell me I had to fight everything here, so I just kept walking. No, <laughs> I, I just mean, walked past everything.
0: Yeah, definitely. And
1: and then when you get to the door that you would normally just phase through in the glitch, uh there were a couple enemies that spawn there. Uh, but it's a pretty decent area. It's a little enclosed, but there's some pillars there that you can hop around and uh so i just took them out it was got a bit intense a little clenchy but you know it, it was like five minutes it's a big deal not so bad got the plat and that's that
0: yeah exactly it's not so uh not so bad is it
1: yeah that yeah. wasn't bad at all
0: no I, th- I think it's a really good game and i'm glad you kind of found the what's the word you found the tactical depth to be a little better as you went through the game. Because I agree, I mean, the first couple stages are pretty simple, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of introducing you to sort of, these are how the levels are going to be laid out. These are the kind of things you're going to have to do to progress, yeah. like the, that kind of stuff. And then once they give you a few guns, a few attachments, and some rune customization options, it really gets to be a little bit more engaging. And I've heard Doom Eternal is even more so like that, where there, there is kind of like builds almost that you can do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't say tactical, but I would say engaging. Yeah. Because there's, like, uh, there's uh, the gauze cannon uh, was just like, all right, I can use that to hit those big, uh, what is it, mancubus or mancubus something? Mancubus, in, yeah. In the head a couple times, and that kills them. And then same with the, uh, the cacodemons, which were the fucking, my mortal enemy in that game. They were fucking ridiculous, dude.
0: Yeah, they're pretty So hit pretty those goofy. with their...
1: <laughs> yeah but then like the big giant uh what are they the i don't know what the hell they're called the big satan ones not the hell knights or whatever the b- even bigger ones oh
0: barons is like, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah barons yeah those were a joke anyways <laughs> why weren't those like they were supposed to be like the elite enemy
0: yeah you just um, shoot them a lot i mean anything in that game you just shoot it enough and it dies you know <laughs> i think like the, the most like strategic thing that you have to decide is like do you go for the and i can't remember their name now there's the the teleporting enemies that, like, are really fast and nimble. And oh, yeah,
1: the uh, summoners.
0: There you go. And it's like, I would always go for them first, obviously. And then with the uh, pinkies or the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like having yeah. them charge and get, oh, get yeah. around them. That was, like, the only other thing to really think about. But, yeah, yeah it, there was
1: good. there was those they were called scepters. I thought it was a glitch from the game, too but there's like invisible pinkies and they're called like scepters. Yes. Yes. And I was like, Oh, it's broken. This game's broken on yeah. PS5, I guess. <laughs> no,
0: those are, I mean, it's funny cause those are all classic <laughs> enemies from the older games, but if you've not played them much, then yeah, you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is yeah. weird.
1: This so. game bro. But yeah,
0: it was really what, fun. What did you think of the, um, the final boss fight, the spider spoiler alert, spider mastermind. Um, yeah, the, the boss fights in this game, all
1: of them were... It's kind of bullshit. It's kind of a joke. I hope there's none in Doom Eternal. I think there are some, but... I could be wrong that, that. Like, just making bosses in a shooter is just... What are, you, what are you supposed to do? It's a sponge. What else can you really do to, like... You just keep shooting it. Right. You know? Um,
0: if they mixed in some more actual platforming, not just, like, jumping up onto something to avoid mm-hmm. the floor... But like having you actually do like a platforming like progression section while fighting, that could be kind of fun.
1: No, don't say that. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah, because I've been playing Doom Eternal and there's a good amount of platforming, and it's fucking. That's not what I go to Doom for.
0: Yeah, th- no, yeah. There's a lot in Doom Eternal. <laughs> there's a lot. But,
1: yeah, there's, there's, it is it hit a sore spot, but I think that is a fair like you know for some games that could be a cool way to toss in boss fights. You know, right? There's like shooter stuff. But the, you just hit a sore spot is all. Sorry for freaking out. <laughs> no,
0: that's all right. Jeez. But, <laughs> woo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so the the last boss wasn't, wasn't too bad. Uh, it felt like, that's why some of the stuff kind of just felt like bullshit with like, oh, you didn't grab onto that ledge. And it's like, yes, I did. Right. Like, you can tell me I didn't grab. I did. And then you fall off and then there's electricity. And then you're like, okay, well, now I can't take one more hit. Um, but yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was like two or three tries, I think.
0: Yeah, that's not no, bad. For
1: the boss. The other bosses were, I think, first try.
0: Watching that boss on Ultra Nightmare is... Uh,
1: I don't know if I could deal with that. Oh, no. Because you can't really get hit. You can't really get Oh, no. Ul- not Ultra back.
0: Nightmare, sorry. Just normal Nightmare. Because no, oh, okay. Ultra Nightmare, you actually just restart the game. If you die at all. It's kind of like Mind leaving mm-hmm. You just like go mm. all the way back. But, yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad you got that one knocked off your list. It's I had a kind of similar experience where... I did a playthrough of the game and then went back for the platinum way later. So I'm sure we both have pretty big gaps in when and how long it took us to beat. But I don't know if I could beat a year in seven months. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But so then that this, uh, it turned out to be good timing too. Cause gosh, I got a little, a little tickle on my throat.
0: A little, a little tickle,
1: but, uh, do maternals. The uh, PS5, whatever the fuck you want to call it these days. Upgrade uh, was a whole new thing. was a whole new list. Had to wait for it. Came out yesterday as of recording. Yep, so on the 29th. 29th. So started that a little bit and felt weird at first. I It led me to discover some things about my PlayStation 5 that I'm not happy about. And apparently a lot of people aren't happy about. And I'm surprised I haven't heard more of this. But so uh, when I started up, it's supposed to offer 120 frames. And I was like, oh, wait, cool, sick. And then I started up. There was not an option. It said unavailable. I was like, ah, oh, that's weird. And uh, got the tip from Slugger. He's like, go in and check your settings. Make sure that 120 frames is enabled. So when I went to check it, it was like, oh, your TV doesn't support that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it doesn't because I'm on HDMI my display port is the 144 to 155 hertz. So okay, fine, whatever. Yep. And but then I also found in the settings, I mean, I don't have a 4K TV, but it's 1440. It's really like my monitor's uh was is uh lined up with my PC to do 1440 and however many frames I can get. But so I saw in the options the 4K and the one below 4K is 1080p the ps5 doesn't offer 1440p support hmm. the fuck is that dude hmm. so i've been playing 1080p this whole time didn't know now i do know and now i'm mad
0: damn dude see we're like i I'm, know I'm, so this is my thing like what i was saying earlier with my monitor i'm like so do i buy a 4k monitor now to like really, that's what I'm thinking about doing. To like get the best sort of like experience with this thing. It's either that, or I just have my PS5 in my bedroom, which is not traditionally where I play games. I play at my desk, right? And yeah, or it's like I can move the PS5 in here for now, but then I'm not getting the full visual.
1: Yeah, so I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Know. Like, what do I do? So, and that's partly why I'm glad I got this pulse headset. It sounds like we're fucking sponsored by these people, but that's why I'm happy I got it because I can, it's like now I can play games in bed and not then turn the TV volume off. On the PS5, and Stephanie doesn't have to like be kept awake from it, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But, Jesus! But,
1: yeah, and to find a, like a 4K 120 monitor, which is what I'd like, because, I mean, who knows where the games are going? I think 60 is a good baseline. I'd like to see more 120, but it's, I don't know if it's extremely necessary.
0: Yeah, 60 um, seems pretty good to me. But yeah, even getting a 4K 60, it's not cheap and it's especially not cheap after you drop 500 bucks or whatever on a 400 bucks on a console so it's almost the same price right if i do get it i'm gonna wait a few months so i think for the time being Mm. the compromise is that if i'm doing community night slash you know playing with people or whatever playing with friends then i will uh bring it into the office and play on the on the monitor but if i'm just chilling then i'll just play on the tv
1: yeah i'm a little bummed they only offer the HDMI, because if they had a Display Port, I could get those. Yeah, you could do it, but it'd still be 1080p. Man, crazy man, but there's also some I don't know how new this is, some more PS5 stuff. Because uh, I've just I've just lately started Doom Eternal. I'll talk about that more next episode. Same with same with Demon Souls. I don't want to get too in depth right. with it, besides how beautiful it is so far. But the PS5, there some some good things. I think, as much as I've ranted about it this episode, but there is there's been some rumors about like SSD stuff I've been seeing. Um, well, first off, I noticed there is an external hard drive, uh, the Fire CUDA, that has a it's an external hard drive offering five, two, and eight gigabytes, terabyte and. and- yeah, what I say,
0: Yeah, two gigabytes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Oh, nothing.
1: <laughs> yes, terabytes, Sorry, my bad. Um, that's it's offered at GameStop. So, um, there's that. Didn't know that was there. That's pretty legit. I I don't know if it's uh it says Universal. It is listed under the PS5 stuff. So, um, not sure exactly that, I, what's I would going it on there.
0: Would, but just be careful.
1: Right, right. And then the other thing that i want to point out which is don't take any of this like i know what i'm talking about and don't go buy one of these things because i don't know what i'm talking about but there is a fire cuda ssd the pcie gen 4 the 530 series is either out or coming out very soon and and it is one of the only ssds that has read write speeds that match the PS five. So very likely this will be the go to thing. Maybe Sony will put out their own proprietary thing. Yeah, but I'm get I'm getting a little hyped. Yeah. Um, I've I've found that the eight whatever it has that you can use is just fine. Like, how many fucking games do you need, dude?
0: I know that's why I don't that's get that's it. That's my argument always when it comes to this external storage stuff. I'm like, I don't pl- I don't have like more than five games installed at a time.
1: Even, yeah. and it's like if I'm going to wanna if I'm wanna play one, like I play for maybe a couple hours a night, <clears throat> right? And I'm done playing. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to try this tomorrow. You download it overnight, and it's there when you. I mean, what the hell? You, you sit in front of your PlayStation all day, and you just need all these games downloaded?
0: Yeah, because you what have hell switching between ten of them at a time. I, yeah. I do have a friend who has like the external and has like forty games or whatever on it, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is overwhelming. And it's mm-hmm. it's only cool at first when I go over and he's like, "All right, choose what you want to play," and there's like so many options. I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool," but like, who fu-? Whatever, dude. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a very fringe scenario, but yeah, cool. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward kind of to hearing for about it. it. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so that's that's about all I've been playing. Uh, you know, started that Doom Eternal, getting pretty hyped.
0: Yep. A little bit of Demon digging Souls. the
1: soundtrack. Yeah, dude, I'm full of demons right now. Yeah, cool. I can't
0: I can't wait to get into Demon Souls more. that's the plan for me after i finish uh mass effect one is to go into that like i said so we got some good stuff daryl's getting into village i'm excited to hear his thoughts about that as well because we've got some community members that have gotten the plat and i've talked about it on the show so yeah daryl i'll be curious to hear what you think as you get more into it sure man Yes, sir. All right. Well, where can everyone find you guys at? Do you want to pimp any socials or obviously we've, we've alluded to it before. The discord is the best place to find us. Go and check out the discord. If you do want to support us, go and check out the Patreon. We've shouted it out earlier. And uh, thank you to all the Patreon supporters. Again, really means a lot, but yeah, where can people find you at?
1: I'm on Instagram, Narsha13, uh, mostly. So
0: cool. Cool. that's, That's me. D money.
2: Find me at the uh, tall small guy on Twitch. I got some new ideas coming your way. So when I do go live, hopefully I'll see you there.
0: Sweet, sweet. And yeah, you can find me on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash CK present. Haven't streamed in two weeks now, but I still really enjoyed it. So I don't know. I do want to do it more. It's just I I haven't even really been playing league that much, which is mostly what I was streaming. So yeah when i come around to it though be there or be square that's what i have to say to that and oh, uh go ahead
1: check out my youtube narshare 13 1b yep. the did, did we talk about the killing floor update last time i can't dude i can't remember shit
0: we did yeah but i know you oh, have okay. a video out about the yep, collectibles yep. too
1: so yep yep just wanted to just wanted to give that one some love
0: yeah go check it out drop a like and yeah be a be a good samaritan all around all righty well that's going to do it for us here at trophy talk and this has been episode 36 as i said at the top of the show we're we're rolling along nicely now so we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks time we're going to be back on our normal recording schedule sorry about the mix-up guys or not mix-up but sorry about you know going out of town a bunch but this is my last trip for the summer that i have planned so it will be good and i appreciate the accommodating schedules as always so thank you all for listening we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time Take care.